You want to know the Giants? Giants won. I just okay. lost. I lost my fantasy. And then A one, what's good? The man behind the scene. How you doing today, brother? I'm great. Redskins winning. Back to 90 degree days. I'm doing good. Yeah, overall, you know what? Redskins are making me a, um, a believer. You know, not not necessarily thinking they're as great as everybody else, but they're not as bad as I thought they were. So I'm 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 warming up to the Redskins. Um, before we get into the NFL talk. DJ, there was a really good um, question in Sports Talk the other day, and I, I looked to see you didn't chime in, and I, I, I pretty much, yeah, I, 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 I could have gone either way, but the question was, in their prime, Melo or Paul Pierce? And I feel like when we did our ranking, I feel like that was one of the ones, if I'm not mistaken, when we did the, 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 the small forwards, remember when we did like a, a two-three pass in the current player? I feel like th- those names would have had to have been. I think we did Dominique, Melo, uh, Pierce, one of the names. That's a tough one right there for me. That's a real tough one for me. I didn't even really get a chance to look at the numbers on here. Brown? Yeah. I mean, individually, I, I, I would have to go Melo. I mean, why? Make Paul, your argument. Paul, Paul got a ring. Make your argument for both of them. They're, they're similar, but Melo is bigger, stronger, more of a bully. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Re- absolutely. Re- rebound more. Paul just kind of, you know, funny built, but, you know, he know how to use his body. He got, you know, he got good footwork. Um, He's a better shooter, no? Not really. I mean, Melo's mid-range is, is, is better. Paul, Paul, I mean, threes may be better, but Melo... Melo didn't start off as a three-point shoot, but now Melo, you know, can hit the three pretty much easy. I think a lot of them sucks because the ball was on. Melo came in I think it was. By that every year. Um, they both not the greatest on the defense, not the best passes. But when they wanted to be who you think was better Paul Pierce when it came finals time he went toe to toe with with Kobe you know I mean again neither one of them was going to be mistaken for Bruce Bowen or anything like that but when when he was you know when it was like time to play I mean I know you always said that Melo could play defense when it was when it was time to play but I think I think again I, I, I defer to you but I would think a motivated Paul Pierce defensively was better than Melo but it might be splitting hairs. Know. Yeah, splitting hairs. Cause I, I I've seen Carmelo really, you know, just get mad and say, "Look, I'm guarding so and so," and really go out there and buckle down. Now, was that something that was all game or every night? No. Right. But you know, I guess you know when he got to do the load of the scoring. You know, it's hard to do scoring points and you know try to guard the guy that's scoring all the points. Only a few guys. 
you know, really, really do that. But um, that's splitting hairs as far as defensively. So pretty much, I guess you would almost say, just kind of like at, at that level, those two, just whatever your preference is, really. I looked at it as if, like, I could argue either one. The only thing that, that rubbed me the wrong way is when people say, this player, and it's not even close. Because I'm like, it's, it's definitely close. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I think you can make an argument for either one of them. I think, I mean, what do you, when you look at Paul, what do you see? Is, it, is he a scorer? I, when you look at Paul, what you see with your eyes, it's like not good. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's awkward, it's slow, it's not athletic, it's, but it's results. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he is definitely, if we're talking about cosmetics, no, he's not the ideal game. But then you ask yourself, Paul Pierce has been playing that grandfather game for the, for almost 10 years, you know what I mean? And whether you can't deny that, like, he did go against Kobe in his prime and won. You know, he probably had the better team, yes, but that being said, like, he went and he guarded him and he scored against him, you know, and, and he did do that. I, it, it's, it's sneaky. It's really sneaky, you know what I mean? But you definitely watch a game and you, and you pick, and by the time the, the game is over, he's got 28 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. You know, and in those garbage years when they were just losing nonstop, he had some he had some real number uh, seasons. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's averages he scored as much as twenty seven, twenty eight, I think, and and in a couple of years there where him and Walker were just up there jacking up shots nonstop. I just don't think I don't know if Paul was ever looked at in the league as far as you know Melo was for a long time as being you know one of the top players in the league, top five or whatever he was. Know for the longest time. I mean, has does he have a gold medal? Has he ever been on them Olympic teams? He was on one of them, but for some reason, I want to say he was on one of them. That, I think he was on the one that lost, though. Right. right. But I, he he definitely was on an Olympic team. But I, I believe he was on that one with Iverson and Duncan, where they just where they did really bad. Yeah. And but I think if we had somebody here who could look those stats up, that'd right. be amazing. One day <laughs> we'll get that in the budget. As of now, all we can do is just hope. Go ahead. I just feel like Melo was. Always looked as the best scorer in the league, or maybe one of the best pure scores, you know, we, we've ever seen. I don't know if Paul's ever been talked about that high. I will agree with you in that the argument, if you want to go that route, where you would say Melo has widely been regarded for as a top ten player in the league for probably ten years. You know what I mean? And, and probably as high as in the debate of of top five players in the league. I feel like Paul Pierce just for fifteen years was like the 15th best player in the league. You, yeah. you, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't think anybody ever said, man, Paul Pierce is the best player in the NBA. Like, right. I don't think, any, or even top five players in the NBA. Right. But he was one of the top, probably in that 12, 13 range for 12 to 13 years. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty high, but I mean. 12, 13 is, yeah, he's 12, 13, 15. He's around it. He's right outside the top 10, but he's higher than the top 20. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have to give, but you have to look at that year by year. But I, I see what you're saying. He was always he's always going to be lingering at that third All NBA third team. Paul Pierce was never on the Olympic team. He was never on the Olympic team. Okay, how many you got his player bio up there? Mm-hmm. How many uh, All NBA teams? And like I know he, I'm sure he never made a, a first team All NBA team. Keep talking, any, I'll find it. If he made any All NBA teams, I'm sure he made a, a good amount of. Is All League the same as All NBA? I don't even know what All League is. I've never heard of that. I mean, 
first, second, third team. Yeah, that's all. If you look on Basketball Reference, it has it all on there. I don't all league. I don't know what that is. But that's that sounds like some magazine or something like that. Because at that small forward, I mean, you've it's been LeBron for. But you know, they just do forward. They just do forward. Even forwards. It's two. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's rough. It's rough to make that list. That all NBA two two thousand eight. 2008, what? What about Paul Pierce making a, um... Another thing I wanted to ask you about, which it's kind of been puzzling to me. It's been puzzling to me his whole career. Um, J.R. Smith finally gets his money, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what? What's the deal? Like, why why does the NBA almost, like, hate this dude? Tell me something about J.R. Smith. His teammate of yours for, what, three years or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. What's the deal? Like, you watch this season... They, he he started on an NBA Finals team right. and was a key factor. He was the one assigned to chasing Steph Curry around like like he stole something. Like right. literally followed that man from the second he checked in the game, and he did a good job of it. He's you know he had one good year, one exceptional year in New York. He's he's an above average basketball player. And this summer, for the second year in a row, essentially nobody wanted him. Well, real real quick, um, three times he was. Uh, all NBA thirteen, 13. And one time he was second. Okay. Yeah, two thousand and two, two thousand and three, and two thousand and eight, third time, and then second, two thousand and nine, okay. and a ten times All Star, and an NBA Finals MVP, which is definitely, uh, you know, a nice little thing to have on the resume. Yeah. But go ahead. Um, as far as Jr., I don't think the last two years it's been like nobody, nobody wanted him. Last year, definitely nobody wanted him. He opted out of his contract. Mm-hmm. Left fifteen million dollars. Well, he opted out. Nobody, nobody won him at at the price he wanted. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they they felt like what well, Jr. historically has been inconsistent. Like he that year he had New York, he was sixth man of the year, and then the next year he not making shots. He barely can, you know. He's not even playing that much, mm-hmm. and they pretty much gave him to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. And then comes, you know, some of the off-the-court stuff that, you know, people know about and, you know, teams didn't want to deal with. Come, You played with him. I'm, did you think he's a distraction? He he had incidents. He's He's been late. He's been late to practices. And he's had some, some, little, some little incidents. I mean, when he get on the court, he ball. He didn't always, you know, run the plays. You know, he's a little bit of a wild card. He's going to take some shots, some crazy shots that... He can make, but you know you gonna scratch your head at if he if he don't make them, then you know you might get to take him out the game. <laughs> right. But he can get real hot. And mm-hmm. He can start, he can make everything he throws up, and you got to keep him in the game at that point. But he's just been you know a talent, but people have seen him as a little immature, and that don't seem like it's the case anymore. It seems like he's really grown from, you know, from when he, he was he was on the team with me. This summer when they were just handing out money, I mean just. Handing out money mm-hmm. to people that borderline you didn't even know were in the NBA anymore, yeah. and he's the last person to get his money. Like literally, the very last person he gets his money, essentially when training camp starts. Well, he wanted it there for one, and he he wanted he wanted what he wanted. I'm pretty sure he had all kind of offers around the league, but he he wanted his money in Cleveland. You think he was going to leave? He wasn't going to leave. Once he, he already got Cleveland his championship, to pay him what he wanted to make, and and, and they got it done. I'm pretty sure he could have went and got money from one of them other teams. 
Okay. It just it it's like the 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 narrative the it's like every year the J.R. Smith market I feel like doesn't equal the J.R. Smith talent. You know what I mean? And it's like we see guys. I mean, again, this guy started in the NBA right. finals, right? And, and you see guys who are like the eighth man on bad teams, mm-hmm. and people are lining up, you know, at their doorstep to give them to give them money. And it's just like ah, the, the J.R. Smith thing is just. I've, it always seems like there's something going on that we just don't know about. Or I don't even want to say that. I, I almost feel like it's something that's they're making more out of than it is. Well, he has been underpaid up until this point because usually, usually something happens in the summer where. It, it messes up his money. And, you know, lately he's been, it seems like, you know, he's been very, very much more mature. He's been playing well. Won a national, I mean, he won a, a ring. He started, he played his role, and now they had to pay him, and they did. Okay. Happy for the young But, you know, sometimes when, when you see guys who got maturity issues, you don't know what's going to happen when they get a big contract. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times that plays with a lot of these these owners in the league. I mean, there's guys with that kind of talent who's not even playing in the league because of them reasons. And you know, he could have he could have been one of them guys. I yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. There's as thin line, you know, between being quirky and out the league. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and he he's he's gotten his chances, and luckily now you know he's like he's 31. He's older now. He's more mature. And you know he's he's finally got paid for it because with his talent talent wise he's been underpaid. Mm-hmm. But you know for things that he's done off the court, other guys have been out the league. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You just kind of wonder like what a um what what if he was in the right system? Like I wonder what Popovich would do to get like JR, or would he just not even entertain the offer? That would be interesting. Um, I don't know. Or a Phil. I mean, you know, somebody like Phil. I mean, obviously somebody like him and Larry Brown probably just wouldn't work at all. But one of these guys who's gotten, you know, Phil took in Ron Artest and made it. Ron Artest, same sort of deal. Right. He's probably a little bit quirky in a different way. Yeah, I think something's really, I think JR's is just kind of goofy. Yeah. Something's really wrong with Ron upstairs yeah. in his head. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you just wonder, like, what, because there's so much talent there. I mean, he can he can put the ball on the floor. He can shoot. He he's athletic as can be. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is a guy who's makes a case to be in a three point contest and a dunk contest, right? And would you know like legitimately belong in both of them. You know what I mean? So it, it it's just weird to have the dude just doesn't get the total package. Doesn't well, it doesn't all come together? Well, he, he got it now. It's been a blessing for him to even end up in Cleveland. Like I said, they they gave him away basically in in New York when I was in Denver. When he was he was with the Hornets, they basically gave him to us, and he ended up going to a losing team, to a great team in Cleveland, winning a championship, being around you know LeBron, one of the one of the, if not you know the most you know stand up guys in the league, a guy that you would want to you know mimic yourself after as far as how he carries himself, ends up with their agency, and now here he is getting a contract that he. He finally getting, you know, the big money that, you know, his his talent allowed him to get. It's kind of weird how, like, and it happens, and I guess you can almost just literally, literally call it the LeBron factor, but it's like the Knicks take two guys that are essential. The Knicks take two guys that they literally just don't want. Mm-hmm. Like, Gerald Smith and the Mind you can have them. Like, just have them. And the Cavs are like, thanks, we'll start them. Right. <laughs> and championship. Right. When you're like, you don't want them, we'll start them. Yeah. In the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. and it's just like, wow, okay. You know, I mean, that's just weird, right? 
Yeah, I mean, two two talented players that you know sometimes you things happen and you were at your welcome in that place. Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. Um, I think that's it for nine. Uh, as far as the NBA, just one more. I think it's only one more week. We need to get a. Uh, geez, I guess next week then we have to do the uh, NBA preview show. Yeah, because that's it's next Wednesday. It's just hard to really focus right now on the NBA when, when football, when so much football is going on. Yeah, that there it is. With that, with that, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into uh, football action. I got a couple of different stories I want to talk to you about that will come up. Uh, I guess as we go through these games, definitely a couple of things that uh, caught my eye. We gotta get Lamar back in. I'm gonna call him, tell him to come back. I got some questions that need answering. What What was our um our, our records for predictions last week? Um, eight and seven for DJ and nine and six for MG. There we go. Wasn't good. Wasn't good. That gap is. Do you have a total for the season yet? Uh, I'm working on that. Okay. It's just addition. Eight and seven. I yes. didn't realize I did that bad. That gap is. Do you have a total for the season? You said you didn't realize you did that bad. No, I thought I did. Denver Bears, Pittsburgh Panthers, Raiders, Packers, Colts. Denver. Denver, Bears. Man, who's Bears? I picked the Bears. Yeah. yeah. That was the only yeah. one you two uh, picked differently. Yeah. I said last week, you yeah, only picked one yeah. game that was different. The Bears, I believe, uh, that one we just did a flip, right? I let you I let you pick first, yeah, you though. Told them pick first. <laughs> right. I, I, and I, and I, right, and I said I really wanted the Jaguars. <laughs> I told you you had whichever one you wanted. <laughs> I told you you're more than welcome to have whichever one you wanted. I didn't feel strongly about either one of those games. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead. What was the Thursday night game? Um, I don't know which order they're in here. Thursday was Denver. That was Denver, right? Yeah, that should be in the right order then. Yeah, Denver, Denver, San Diego. Or was that Monday night? That might have been a Monday. No, that was that was Thursday. Yeah, that was a Thursday night. Monday game. was okay. New York and uh, okay. Arizona. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Denver, San Diego. Did, what did I say? Who did I say? Who did I pick on that one? Because I remember you, saying both you took Denver. I, you remember the conversation that we were saying, and I was like... You said you I, wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked because I was like, I don't know how much more of this Philip Rivers is going to do yeah. with this just keep losing games at the this they had lost their four games by a combined a combined total of four points yeah. and essentially lost all of them on like the last on, drive yeah on on some the most random way of losing a, a football game yeah. at the end of the game so that didn't surprise me again to put the broncos they, they do need to tighten up or figure out that quarterback situation you know we talked about this last week and you know you would like to um, address something, have some sort of stability. I, I feel like they just have two guys who are just, they're playing in meaningful games off the bat. You know what I mean? Like big time. This is a Super Bowl contender team. Yeah. And these are guys who are, they're rookies. And I, I'm, the stage just might be a little too big for them right now. It doesn't mean either one of them won't be great or good and serviceable down the line. But this 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 Denver team is reminding me a lot of, um, of that first Ravens team when they had that super D and the, the thing becomes, wow, the defense is phenomenal. It's great. But what happens is if you can get up by 14 points to them, good luck, you know, on that offense, putting up 14 points. Like, uh, they're just not built for that. Their offense is built to play with the lead in a close ball game. They're not, as soon as, if you can somehow get the Broncos down two scores and force them to be a team that needs to score, I think you got the, the 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 key to success. I mean, I said I said before this game that um, 
we was on a prediction. I was like, you know, Aaron Rodgers usually, I mean, not Aaron Rodgers, Philip Rivers, Rivers, he usually gets really motivated against Denver. Mm-hmm. And it was more so when Jay Cutler was there and they was always mouthing back and forth, you know, to each other on the sideline. I know Jay's not there, but just like you were saying, it's hard to see Philip Rivers just keep losing and keep losing, but then you think about Denver, defense is so good that they're not going to, you know, lose two in a row also. But, you know, with this game, just Phillip Rivers didn't even have a great game. Um, they ran the ball decent. But Denver just couldn't score the ball. And and I, I don't know what you can do there. Trevor Simeon's been playing pretty good up until that game. Um, they didn't run the ball as well as they, you know, they used to. I think C.J. Anderson should get more than 10 carries. Because, like I said, once they get down yeah. and then you end up with 50 passes for – you know, if you ask me what's the key to beating Denver, it would include 50 passes from Trevor Sim, you know, or the other – or Paxson for that matter either. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're built to play with the lead. Yeah. And once they become one-dimensional, which is – but they have very talented receivers. They do. You know, but I just don't think that the quarterback is, is ready to, to, um, to lead them there just yet. They need to figure out something over there at the quarterback. I don't know. Maybe the guys will get better. You know, I, I do think whatever it is, pick a quarterback and play with them, though. Yeah. I mean, they they got to score more than 13 points. Um, and I, I don't know who this is more about, Denver or San Diego. It's probably both. Um, San Diego's not that horrible of a team where they're going to keep losing. Mm-hmm. Um, we, but we did think Denver was too good to lose two in a row. Um, but I think um, Denver will still end up being okay. In, at, at the end of the year. Denver's going to be okay. Denver's going to be fine, and they're going to be a team that you don't want to play, and you certainly don't want to play them yeah. at home. Teams that have great defenses, it, like, you always have a shot. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? You always have a shot. and But if you can get up on them and, and make put the pressure on their offense, that will play in your favor. All right, you can go to the next one. Um, San Francisco at Buffalo. Got to cap- see Kaepernick. I will um, do something DJ never does. I will apologize to uh, Rex Ryan and the Bills, and um, <laughs> I was I was wrong. I'm now I, <laughs> I might be back to pick up my crown later in the later in the season. But I told you guys I have no problem flip flopping and collecting my uh, winnings. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not above that. Mm-hmm. But um, now Bills Bills are Bills Rex got them going in the right direction. And the Bills look good. I know I don't know what else to say. Kaepernick, I, I feel like that's. Cards are stacked against him. This dude hasn't played in how long? And it's like, you know, you throw him into this. Again, that team's not even good. You know, you send him out there on a not a good team against a good defensive team on the road, on the other side of the country. Absolutely. I agree with everything you said. Um, cards are stacked against Cap. This team isn't good. I mean, he he um he missed some passes. Um he runs through he runs through the hell out of Torrey Smith on that one. But, but he, go ahead. He hasn't he hasn't he hasn't played. He's going out there against a good defensive team who's been playing great. Um, the, the blocking wasn't great. The team isn't great over there. But on the other side, Rex got them guys playing. Um, they was calling for his job four weeks ago. And now they, they, they're they 4-2. They're playing great. They're running the ball great. They ran for 312 yards. I'm a, I don't know if you were actually watching this one, but I just knew uh, Shady was done. Like, when I don't mean done for the day, I mean done for the year. 
like the way that play looked when he snapped his his leg snapped and he just buckled and he was laying on the ground. I was like, that's the end of that one. Play, but and I you did. see Busy said it on the chat. He was like, bye, Shady. I was like, oh, he's done for the year. Like, he was just laying on the ground. The guy, his knee buckled underneath him. I was like, oh, that's the end of that one. And he came back and he he looked like Philadelphia. He looked real good, man. He looked real good. And then also what I did see a lot of times was Tyrod Taylor. They was getting pressure on him. And he was dancing in that backfield. They could not sack him. He dodging. He dodging all the guys rushing at him, and he's making plays down the field. He's scrambling for yards, and and that's that's deflating when you when you get past mm -hmm. that lineman and you get that pressure, and you still can't get your hands on Taylor. He did a great job of avoiding sacks this game. Where are you on Tyrod Taylor? I like Tyrod Taylor. Um, I I don't I don't he can throw the ball. He's mobile. He's um he seems to be pretty smart. He, he can be accurate. Get throw the, the the deep ball. I don't know what it is. As far as why his why his numbers look the way it does, maybe I don't sit down and watch a whole entire game of him because what I feel like when I'm looking up, he's making plays, and then I'm looking at his stats. He's 17 for 26, 479 yards passing. He has 70 yards rushing, but it seems like he he does more than than you would think he did. I mean, through two touchdowns and no interceptions. It seems like he does more than the numbers. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think just knowing his numbers, that's that's his numbers. One eighty, at good game, two twenty, two touchdowns, maybe one interception. You know, uh, and like you said, he's he's evasive in the pocket. Um, Tyrod Taylor is good enough to win nine, ten, ten games with. I just don't know. Come January, February, when those stages get bigger and those defenses get real and it's cold out there, I don't I don't know if he's that. I, I don't think he's that good of a pocket passer, mm -hmm. but um, I think he's good. I just don't know if he's good enough to win you games. I don't know. I think a lot a lot of that win I you think, playoff games. Let me say that. I feel like when you got you know the ability that some of these guys have, I don't know if it's a system that they're in where you know they just can't get the the passing numbers where some guys who have lesser talent can get. I don't know if it's weapons. I don't know if it's their offense because. On this team, they should be a run-first offense. I mean, they ran 44 times for 312 yards. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's insane. I mean, <laughs> right, with, right. With Navarro Bowman not there for San Francisco, I guess teams are going to you know, feel like they can pound the ball against them. But getting seven yards a carry, there's no way San Francisco can win that game. I don't care who's that quarterback. Nah. What happens with this Kaepernick thing? Um, Restructure this deal, but basically pretty mm -hmm. much saying – I'm going to audition. I'm going to use this year as an audition and get me another right. job and get up out of here. And the 49ers say, please do. Right. I mean, how does this thing end? It should be just that. I mean, let them, let them go out there and play, um, see what happens, and try to get something for them at the end of the year. It's not going to help their team because they're still going to suck. I mean, unless they, you know, I don't know who in the draft is going to change their, their organization with you know, the roster they have. Um, I just hope. Um, I hope better things, you know, for Colin. And it hasn't been right for him there since Coach mm -hmm. Harbaugh left. And if if I if I was Colin, who I would have tried to emulate this year, I'd use I'd be do exact same thing RG three did last year. Just sit down, just sit down, get healthy. Don't get because I don't see him playing. I I, I don't see how he could possibly improve. Right here here's the here are the options that can happen for Colin Kaepernick this year. He can suck. Very likely, because the team sucks. And he can get hurt. Very likely, the way they, that's what players get hurt. Mm -hmm. And the third option is he can go out there and look really good and lead the 49ers to a playoffs. And now how laughable is that option? 
Out of those three options, you know what I'm saying? Two of them seem very likely. One of them seems slim to none, right? You know what I mean? So it's like, get your money, chill, and at the end of the at the end of the year, there will be a starting job available for him. It might not be, you know, you get to pick whatever you want, but there will be a better it will be a better job out there for you. I mean, you, you just have to know nothing good is going to happen for him there in, in San Francisco. Well, by by the last time we seen Colin. Him not playing that great. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the last thing on people's minds. So same thing with RG three though, right? I mean, you, you, last thing we saw him was him not really playing well, and he sat out an entire year, didn't take one single snap. Mm-hmm. You know, just got one hundred percent healthy, and then you can pretty much put yourself on the market and you say, "Hey, listen, guys, you know, I had a good year three or something years ago. I not I had it not I had an injury year, and then a not so good year. I'm fully healthy and I can play. And and job, if somebody will take. Like RG three had enough on film at that time for somebody to say your upside is you know we'll we'll take a shot at you and Colin Kaepernick did enough in those two or three years that he had that were good he can say I had a down year and an injured year I'm fully rested I'm ready to go and I got something to prove at the end of the day I think at this end of the year he'll probably still be like no more than twenty five years old maybe twenty six yeah I'm not sure but I mean but for him this isn't going to end well for him I promise you it's not. He's either going to, those are the two things that's going to happen. He's either going to decrease his, uh, his market value because he's going to look bad. And it, I, I, it's not a good team. There's, I don't see how he could possibly look good. If for some reason he was to go out there and win with this team, yes, that'd be very, 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 very impressive. I don't think it's going to happen, though. He's 28, by the way. Okay. That's still young in quarterback yeah, years. Yeah, absolutely. Not as young as 25, but it's still young in quarterback years. Go ahead, DJ. But I feel like at the last time you've seen someone and they're they, they, they not playing well. That's gonna be your last thought of him. As far as Robert, he he, they probably seen him as never really healing properly, and in a situation where they just didn't want him there, the locker room didn't want him, the coaches I, didn't want him, I, and it could be the same thing. Yeah. It could be the same thing with Colin. But it wasn't that. It wasn't that last year when you no know, when the bad play first started. So they just want to see that Colin's still able to play quarterback. Here's the difference. I want to see him personally. Here's the difference, um, and A1, you can chime in on this, and it's, 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 it's double-edged. What makes you guys, because I'll throw you in there, is you elite athletes and professional athletes, what makes you guys the best in the world is the mentality that I believe in yourself. I can win under any circumstance. Put me out there, I can win. I Put me out there, I can win. Lamont has it, everything is, and a lot of times what kills these people and other things. You know, just think that they can do anything, and you believe in yourself. Whereas, though, the rest of the world would be like, Addressing this from a business standpoint, you'd be like, um, if I'm Collins agent, hey, you're great, you're good. This team sucks. You can't win. It's not possible. You know what I mean? Like, you can go out there, you're going to hurt yourself, and it's just not going to happen. But I'm sure in his head he thinks, man, I can win. I can win. And he, all right, go out there. Ramon, Ramon Lewis, first he said, we, we need to have. Stat, he needs to be here. That dude got all he said. We need to have him on the show. Yeah, stat he guy. Said, um, RG3 never had upside. Lost four games playing offense in college. <laughs> Never had a another time. Alex Smith. He gets personal with his though. <laughs> You'd have to be ridiculous to say RG three never had upside. He's the number two pick in the draft. Yeah, behind a guy named Andrew Luck. Like, and there were debates about whether he should have went number said, one. I told all my all my homies that Luck, Wilson, Cousins will be will be okay. Okay, RG three and Tannehill will struggle. He's talking about out of that draft. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, all right, Ramon. 
Ramon does need to be here to be our stat guy. I can tell you that he's way better than anyone. <laughs> I, can t- I, can t- I can definitely tell you that. But, um, I mean, moving on, there's not much to really talk about it. But good luck to you, Colin. But I, I I don't need a crystal ball to tell you you're not winning on that team. And and you'll be lucky to, to stay healthy. That team is just bad. You watch them, it's just lack of weapons, uh, bad. And, I, and Torrey Smith needs to just come home. Yeah, really bad damn you then your best player goes out and gets hurt for the yeah. year, so it doesn't help at all. What's the best example we have of a QB um, making the best of a bad situation as far as doing a lot with very little talent around him? In recent years? Yeah, like within the last, say, 10 years. 10? Yeah. Who um, would you say? Would it be Andrew Luck with the Colts? Yeah, with those those ten and eleven win seasons, yeah. But then I think you can only do I think you can only do that magic trick so long before you get to where you are right now. Right. And it's like oh, it's not a good team. Well, with Andrew, <laughs> you know I mean, with like, Andrew is like they you you got a team that win twelve or thirteen games every year. Then one year you you don't win what two three games. And then you come back, you know, another quarterback that won 11 games. I don't know, all the players might not have still been there, but that team was used to winning every year until Peyton went down that one year and they lost almost every game. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those guys had changed over, though. It, it, it had changed out. But, like, when Andrew Luck got there, Reggie Wayne was – I think Reggie Wayne probably played, like, another two years there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if T.Y. Hill never played with Peyton Manning. I don't think, no, T.Y. never played with I, I don't think so. Um the running backs have been, I don't even know who they run. They, uh, Frank Gore rushed for 100 yards today. That's the first time. In, Unreal. In, in, in a long 2012. Yeah. How are you? How was that possible? Yeah. Like the, they don't that, run the ball. <laughs> that's just 100 yard game, though. I mean, Still, they they, that's one. That could Frank, be one run. I mean, Frank, like. Frank Gore at yards per carry ain't bad. They just don't run the ball. It's what? 100 yards. Jesus. Um, in terms of that, though. To answer your question with that one, I feel like there's been guys who, you know, you can squeak out a seven or eight win team here. So when you say make the best of, are we talking about wins or are we talking about stats? Wins. Wins? Yeah. That requires a great, an elite defense yeah. and 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 great coaching. I'm just trying to see if there's, if there's like a precedence for that for... Where somebody say, "Hey, this team can't can't win," da da da, and then right. they go out and do it. And, and you know what? The name that comes to my mind, like Tom Brady. I mean, I, that's what I was going to say. Always have the best receivers, but they got not the receivers who are the most talented, the fastest, the tallest. Right. But you, they got, got the a bunch of undrafted guys. They, yeah, the guys that they need. All they need. And he's got Belichick, and he's guys. got a system, and he's got. A, I mean, it's night and day between what he's got, and he's got Chip Kelly. You, we don't even know if Chip Kelly knows what the hell he's doing. Actually, starting to look like he doesn't. Right, but not even to compare it to to Colin, just to answer this question. I mean, the, I don't think I don't think that the Patriots want them diva receivers that have all the talent. They want the guys that run them little routes that that's just going to be there when they need to be there, and that's what they need for their offense. They don't need guys like the Chad Johnson thing ain't work. Like guys who used to just being, you know, physically, you know, better than everybody else. They don't need those guys. The, um, I, you said it last week, and I think that's the accurate one of what he's banking on, is that everybody writ, had written off Cam. And Cam last year had, he lost his number one receiver and pretty much only receiver, and then goes and turns in an MVP year. Yeah. Nobody saw that coming besides yeah. me. But um, <laughs> would I bank on Cap? I mean, that that's... 
you know, Kaepernick might think he's Cam Newton. You know, good luck to him. You know what I mean? What happened last year, what Cam did last year was, it was pretty lightning remarkable. Yeah, it was light, lightning in a bottle, for lack of a better word. And it seems like the bottle might have been open this year. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, what's the likelihood of that happening with Colin Kaepernick? I doubt it. No, no, no. I mean, their tenure isn't good. I mean, Cam, no, Cam had a great defense, and Cam had a great running game. And if you have both of those things, you probably. I, th- I think um, Carlos Hyde is everybody as good as Jonathan Stewart is, and their defense is good. Their, de- their Carolina's defense is good. Um, last year, going into last year, once once um, Benjamin went down, their receivers were a bunch of guys that were available to anybody in the league. Yeah, you know? I mean, but you got you got one of the elite tight ends. Mm-hmm. Ramon Lewis just said Philip Rivers, but he, I don't feel like he gets wins like that though. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like it. You don't. And they got one of the fast receivers, if not players, in the league who had a career year also. But a lot of that came off the running game. What, what, Which is what a, lot of, a, lot run, a lot of the running game is Cam, though. Yeah. And yeah. that read option. Yeah. I mean, again, like I said, I don't doubt for a second Colin Kaepernick sitting at his home and he watches Cam Newton and says, I can do that. Yeah. And, you know, if he's a betting man, which apparently he is, he's betting on himself. You know, good luck to him. That seems not good. I mean, if he was put in that situation, maybe he could. But he's not put in that situation. That's I mean, not to say. I mean, he's on a bad team. I mean, we, we all look at Chip Kelly offense like, you know, it's favorable to one of the quarterbacks, but it's, it doesn't help your defense. That's why you're giving up seven yards of carry and 300 right. rushing yards, and you, you got you, you, you run in almost, you know, the most plays, if not the most plays. But, the, but then the, your defense is out there all game. Yeah. And but the point is, last year when we sat here and did our, our, our NFL preview show, everybody picked, and not just us, all across the country picked Carolina to win you know, four, maybe five games, and they went out there and won 15, which is the point is nobody saw that coming. Yeah. And and it, and it happened. So, I mean, if Cam were to, if he were to turn around and do that, which he's not, you know, I don't know. Good luck. Just get out. Just get out while you can and, and get healthy. Your goal number one needs to be to health, be healthy, bro. Okay. Can we move on from college? Mm, absolutely. I said it a while ago. <laughs> Eagles at Washington. A1, you want to go? What do you what what are you seeing now? When you're riding high on your kite, what do you what are you seeing? And I'll let you go, DJ, because this is your two. This is uh two of the four teams in your division. Um, I got I thought it was a good mixed performance. Uh, much improved running game from Matt Jones. Um, Cousins looked decent. He wasn't as accurate as um we kind of know him to be. I think his completion percentage was close to like fifty percent this game. Fifty six. Fifty six. Um, defense played well. I thought. I don't think we gave up. Did we give up any uh, offensive touchdowns? I don't think we did. Nope. Um, so at two weeks in a row, um, solid, solid defensive performance. Um, we're looking good. We have a kind of a tough stretch coming up the next five, six games. Um, I'm not all in right now. I'm looking for us over these next at least five games. If we can go three and two in these next five games, I'll be a little more convinced that we're as good as our record says we are. DJ, um, I, I think I think Philly is coming back down to earth a little bit. I mean, we do have a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Redskins, Redskins are are confident right now, and they and they this is a game they should win at home. You know, against a rookie quarterback, um, defense is playing well. They didn't give up any offensive touchdowns. Um, they ran they ran the ball extremely well. When you, when the team run runs the ball that well, getting seven yards a carry. It's going to be very difficult to, to to win that game, especially if you're not putting up points. 
The offensive line, while everybody's sitting, I'm not going to compare them, everybody's talking about the Cowboys line as they should. The Redskins are out there giving up zero sacks and 100-yard rushes. Like, that that shouldn't go unnoticed. Zero sacks is a a hell of a feat. And I forgot to bring up um, Ryan Kerrigan. I guess they only give him credit for for two sacks. I know I've seen three. (laughs) And it was early. It was like, it was... (laughs) He's a beast. He's like a, he's like JJ Watt light. You know what I mean? He's like a. But he's he's, a, he's been quiet for a while. I feel, feel like last last year, I'm like Ryan Kirk is the best player on this team, and then he kind of got quiet for a minute. But he really he really showed up in this game. They um they they got they got a lot of pressure on um West. This was a, I think we both picked the Redskins if I'm not mistaken. And I told you I felt like the Wentz thing was Cinderella, and it was and it was midnight, and that it was going to be you know the the this it was going it was going to fall off. A little bit. I didn't know when, but I told you it was coming, and it wasn't. It's not terrible. He still didn't throw any interceptions or anything. But this ability, this game that he was showing and, and all that that he was doing, it, it was going to end soon. And a, a conference game, a division game on the road, that's a big. That's a big game for him. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he. We already won one on Monday night, which was also a big. You know, obviously a big game. But I think there's more bad games to come. It's not to say that there's not a great career ahead of him. I, I don't. I don't know. But there's more bad games to come in this a, near future. He's a rookie. When you get yeah. that, you, when you get that tape out on you, mm-hmm. you know, it makes all the difference in the this, world. This is a this is a you know it's a competitively, even the sorry teams. You know, what I mean, if they if they well prepared, you know, it'll be a long run for you. Yeah, the um the Redskins, like I said, I was I wasn't that impressed with them before uh, going into I think about two games ago, but. I'm, I'm they they put together four wins in a row, yeah. and I don't want to take anything away from them. Cleveland at Tennessee. Cleveland might go on sixteen, bro. I don't, I don't know who they play. I'd have to look at their schedule, but I'm not. I, I don't have no plans to pick Cleveland anytime soon. Yeah, that's why I said last week. I just, I don't see, I don't see a game where they're gonna win. They got close this one. Um, Kessler, Kessler played played decent. Um, Terrell Pryor still. Still out there playing his butt off. He deserves better. Hope he gets out of. He got two touchdowns, man. Yeah, he killed, he killed me in fantasy. Going against him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bad man. Cleveland went out there and tried. Um, you know they're just they're just not that good. Um, Mariota Mariota three touchdowns, one interception. He played decent. Um, almost three hundred yards. Um, they ran the ball. Tennessee could run the ball better than they did, but they ran the ball decent. Four and a half is not bad. Yeah, four, four and a half, half is good. Bad. That's as much as I think you can ask for. Yeah, no, but that's a lot coming from Mariota. Mariota got nine yards a carry. Um, True. Derrick Henry only two carries. DeMarco Murray got 21 carries with 65 yards. Derrick Henry's all over the place with his carries. I mean, obviously it's not his re- fault. Two receptions for 20 yards, but... Yeah. to see him catch the ball. We'll see I want to see him catch the ball. I just want to see him run downhill. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Give him some space. Let him get them, get them feet moving. Um, else? I, I expect them all to Tennessee, but I guess the only thing to come out of this game was nothing. Just, just happy to happy to see Terrell Pryor really making a name in the league. Me too. I'm happy for the boy. Um, Baltimore and New York. That's your game. Um, a lot of things here that I'm interested to in, see hear what you have to say. I know you. I know you uh, defend everything and everybody. <laughs> Are you? Go ahead. I, you already know what I'm gonna say, so go ahead. What, what do you What do you think about your boy? Yeah? You saw about Odell Beckham. Yeah, love him. I think he's amazing. Okay. I think he's amazing. Um, what I don't love is is 
Eli, Eli really been pissing me off. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad that he that he turned it around the second half and made some throws. Um, but you know, he's really been pissing me off, and I guess now running game sucks so bad. That's <laughs> your boy, Rashad. I don't know how we we win a game. We we, we rushed with two point two yards of carry and on thirty eight yards, but when you when you when you got when you got guys like Odell out there, um and making the plays that he made, I guess you can you can you can win them kind of games when Eli finally decides to, you know, make 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 the throws that we need him to make. And we almost gave this game away. Mm-hmm. They, they was talking about Did was, you see Kamir Aiken standing in the end zone by himself? But yeah, but he that he he didn't he didn't run over there until the ball was already thrown. Cause I seen, it. I'm like, hold on, he's standing by himself. But when the ball, <laughs> I was like, he didn't Whoa. go over there until the ball was thrown. Okay, but that's that's why he's by himself. Cause everyone went to the ball. Okay, but what I'm talking before this, before before we even had to come down and score to to go up in the lead, everybody talk about the pass interference call on Julio Jones. that didn't call. That's a blatant they, no they, call. They they throw they throw a bomb up to Mike Wallace, and um, Dominique Rogers Cromartie plays great defense. Runs up under the ball. Misses an interception. They call it pass interference. They replaying it over and over again. The crowd's going, the crowd booed for the longest time. Like, it was the worst pass interference call I've ever seen. And they end up scoring in that possession because they're getting the ball on the three-yard line. I'm like, we just gave that game away on, on that alone. It was, it, was, it was a horrible call. And luckily, you know, on a fourth and one, which I'm, I'm scared anyway because as soon as the incompletion game over, mm-hmm. Odell Odell Beckham makes the play he makes because the play before that out tight end had a chance to get the first down. He's too busy running by running out of bounds. He he could have easily got the one yard to make it first and ten. He doesn't, you know, stretch out to get the one yard. So now we're stuck with fourth down. Um, we still got injuries in our secondary, um, but I'm just glad we. I mean, we 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 pulled the win that we needed out. I don't. I, I still think we're a decent team. I still like what our defensive line. Has been doing. Um, West West for them had a had a good game, but if Eli and Odell can get on the same page, I like to see more of Victor Cruz too. I think we'll be okay. Are you at all bothered by Odell Beckham's maturity? Nah, I mean, I think is I think it gets very much exaggerated. And while I'm, while I'm watching the game, they just following him around. And I'm like, yo. But he loves that. He yeah. wants that. I mean, we don't know that. He has planned makeout sessions with would, the well, hooking net. Well, with I the mean, kicking net. You they, think that you they, think he, he's not doing that for the camera? Do you think he wanted it on him the first time when he hit it and it hit him in his neck? He can't help that the camera's going to be on him. So now he, he knows that, now he knows the camera's going to be on him. And now he just, he's just playing into it. I mean, when guys score, they celebrate. Like I said, nobody make a big deal. I heard somebody say this earlier or yesterday or something. When you got Antonio Brown who humping an end zone gets 15 yards, he does it again the next week and gets another 15 yards and it gets fine and nobody's making a big deal out of it. That's all made plenty of a big deal. He, they they talk about him all the time. And he got $25,000 fine. Yeah, he got fine, but they I haven't seen them talk about him the way they talk about him. They talk about him, him all the time. He's on the same there. thing. And last year when he jumped on the uh, goal post and, and, did the fi- and did the fireman oh, thing yeah. and slid down the post and everything, they, they talk about Antonio just as much. 
I mean, it just doesn't seem like that to you because you're an Odell Beckham fan. But the, I watch the same shows that I watch right, talk and about Odell, and I don't hear him talk about Antonio. That be same, same, same show, same topic on it right there. You type in it, Antonio Brown on YouTube talking about him, and it's, it's, you're going to see the same people there, the same NFL Live crew talking about him, and the same everything else talking about him. Um, for you to say they're following him and he doesn't, like, like it's unwarranted. They follow him because he puts on a show. Anybody, cameras follow people who puts on shows. You know who cameras didn't follow? Marvin Harrison and Art Monk. And, you know, the cameras follow Dion. He's like, you can't be like, I don't know what everybody's looking at. Oh, by the way, blah, blah, you know, like, no, nah, you, you want the cameras. Don't act like he doesn't want the attention. He loves the attention. And, again, maybe I'm just getting old, but why? Why you got to take your helmet off? That, that, to me, was the one that was just like, it's about you. It is about you. And then when you take the helmet off and wave, like, forget the flag. Forget, like, what do you mean forget the flag? The flag's part of the game. Is the main objective, which my question comes, is the main objective for you to succeed or for the, t- the team to succeed? Because you scoring is an individual goal that helps the team. Cool. When it's like, yo, we're about to get flat. The, the team is about to get penalized 15 yards. Man, forget the team. Forget the flag. Man, I don't care about that. Okay. Why? Why? What is the need for taking off your helmet, DJ? For you who say that there's cameras following you, you don't need... You You mean to tell me there's other than for people to see your face? Is there another reason to take off your helmet? People are going to see his face anyway. So then why are you taking off the helmet? He he took his helmet off. He was, he was out of the end zone, in the back of the end zone, off the field at that point. I don't even know why it was even a penalty when he took his helmet off. He wasn't on the field. You're not allowed he to take scored, off. He scored, he ran out of the end zone, took his helmet off, and ran on the sideline. He wasn't even on the field anymore. And they gave him that penalty. I was wondering how you and when, and when he that's what happened. And when he waved his hand, I thought I really thought he was waving his hand at you know what? I'm not even gonna do a, a celebration like I usually do. I'm just gonna run over here to the side. And when he ran over there, he did the thing with with the net. I mean, he just made he, he took it, he made took off his helmet. Play. And anybody who knows anything about who's watched any football game knew there was a flag coming. We went there's, 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 there's you can't say I don't can't but say I thought that. it was I thought it was you can't take it off while you're on the field though. Exactly. You can't take exactly. your helmet off as part of your celebration. You can't right. take your helmet off on the field. He's off the field at this point. He wasn't in the end zone with his right. helmet off. He was out of the end zone and ran around the the, the, the field. As soon as he took as soon as he crossed they the line. His, they, they gave him that penalty because of him. Because of who he is and, and the things that he's all they know he got the a microscope on him. He was out of the end zone. He wasn't on the field when he took his helmet off for me. Probably every bit of 50 to maybe 60 different people scored a touchdown this weekend. Did you see anybody else do that? A1? No. No. Probably 100 to maybe 200 people have scored a touchdown this season. Have you seen anybody else do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that I can recall. Maybe it happened. I don't know. I maybe it, it did. Happened. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. Yeah. But everybody's not him. Do we do we, do we look at everybody blow up on the sideline when they when they when something happens? Yeah, look at that. We don't. Brian, we we saw, don't. We saw yeah, them guys. Yeah, you name yeah. another guy who's going to be looked at because of that's what he does. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it happens all game. They don't always show it. Poor Odell, he doesn't guys. want this attention, right? So he doesn't want this attention, is what you're saying? Hey, you can have a problem with him. I'll take him. He I plays for the Giants. Absolutely. Would you take him on the Bucks? Yeah, well, of course I take him. Absolutely, he's a, he's a ridiculously talented football player. It's fourth and one in the drive that I'm just I, looking to get a field goal. I, he's a ridiculously talented football player, and but what I don't doubt for one second is, is that if 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 his two options are we win 
and you don't have any catches, or you go for 300 yards in a blowout, he's taking the 300 yards in a blowout every single time. Don't doubt that for a second. We've seen him throwing temper tantrums on the sideline when they're winning because he wants the ball. And that whole, he didn't care whether they got flagged. Didn't care. I bet that defense cared. I bet that coach cared. I bet that special teams unit that now just has to kick the ball 15 yards further. I bet they cared. He didn't care. Well, I definitely don't agree with that. You don't believe what? I don't agree with that at all. What don't you agree with? That he'll take a loss and 300 yards over a win and whatever else he is. Mm. I, cause I've seen the first two weeks we go 2-0. He hasn't scored. When the rookie and Shepard score, he, he's celebrating with them and happy for his guys. When when Cruz got his first touchdown this year, dancing in his own, they ain't scored, but we winning games. He was over there happy for them guys. Okay. He was he was only only time he got mad is when we was lost to the Redskins after he drives all the way up the field and Eli turns around and throws an interception. That's the only time he got mad. Odell Beckham is a me first guy, no doubt about it. That's your opinion, that's fine. It is. Go ahead. Anything you want to say with this game? Um, go back up for a second. What is it? Three and three. Yeah, Are you I, sure it's me first, or you think he's just super competitive? I see it as him being competitive. Everybody in the NFL is competitive. They're all competitive. No. Not equally. I don't think. Not I don't think everybody's not equally not competitive. He's about himself, yo. It's not all the same, but he's about himself, buddy. People let's don't. Ask, let's ask the audience what they it, think. It's people like. <laughs> if you don't think people take off helmets and do the amount of things he does on and off the field that, that say, that, look that at is, me, yeah, I think that's, look at me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's like Keyshawn with the Sharpie and like, the boy that this, pulled the cell phone out. The, um, John, Joe, Joe Horn. Horn. Yeah, I think that's me. But I like all of that stuff. That's, yeah. It's not a matter of not liking the game, it. That, I mean, the other stuff, I like it more than... I mean, they're taking your helmet off thing. And like I say, it was it's different. Than when you come out with me. the Sharpies and stuff like that, when you score, mm-hmm. and I like that. Mm-hmm. When them guys, you know, them guys got helmets on. People don't really know who they are. When you score, to score a touchdown in the NFL is a big deal. You should be able to celebrate that. Yeah. And especially when you score a game-winning touchdown Absolutely. on the fourth down from like 70 yards. I mean, that's Absolutely. a big deal. Mm-hmm. You should be able to celebrate, take your helmet off. I did this. Mm-hmm. In the middle of them winning games, my man said, I'm not having fun. <laughs> I'm not having fun. My bad, bro. He said that a bit of us winning games. Yeah, I'm, I'm not having fun, yeah. That's funny. It's not funny anymore. You see how guys change? I'm not things. having fun. Yeah. After we lose, after we lose I'm three not, in a row, I'm not having and fun. now the media's all on his back. Nah, he's not having fun. No, I don't know how it's in the middle of winning games. Poor him. What a rough life. Yeah, but when you got when you got when you got people jealous of you, that's how people come off. When you when you when you do something and you want to be, you want to, even if you're not even trying to draw attention, you could be being yourself. When he's not playing football, he's doing that same dance and stuff mm-hmm. at home with his friends. Right, and he's saying put it on Instagram so people can see me. Everybody wants people to see me. It's not just him. He's 23 years old. Right, and he likes people to look at him. That's what. Why why are you saying that? As if like we're saying the same thing. He likes people to look at him. I'm not calling him selfish for that. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Carolina at New Orleans. Um, what did we both say on this one? Um, we, I think. Carolina's in trouble, dude. I think we went with Carolina, didn't we? Yeah, y'all both went, y'all both went Panthers. Carolina's in trouble. Did you see this one play, which I don't even know if it made the highlight reel, but it was like the weirdest play ever. Cam's running across his body. He was running this way. 
and jumps and throws the ball. Throws it that way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> do you know yeah. how strong you have to be to do that? <laughs> I mean, 6'6", six, six, <laughs> I mean, Just think about it. To be running one direction yeah. and throw the ball, what was it, probably like 15, 20 yards, yeah. the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, you're just looking at stuff and you say, it doesn't look like much until if you were to line people up and say, give that a shot. You know how many people wouldn't even get that ball three to four yards? Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, that's a pretty strong dude, man, to just, to just do that. Um, that being said, this was, you know, this is the Carolina that we saw last year offensively. But, I mean, Cam left the field tied, uh, you know, and put his team in a position to win. You know, the guy missed an extra point, whatever the case may be. This just came down to New Orleans had the ball last. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a shootout. But that being said, one and five, Carolina's in trouble. Yeah, Drew, Drew Brees, 465 mm-hmm. yards, four touchdowns. Doing what Drew Brees does at home, though, man. Man. Doing what Drew, doing what. So that's what he does, man. And that dude, um, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he's fast. He's fast, man. Yeah. He's he's fast. When he runs on a field full of people who are very fast, he looks faster than everybody on the field. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's one of the guys that when they catch the ball, there's no really no reason to be chasing them. Like if he's already in front of you, yeah. you're certainly not going to catch him. He's fast. Yeah, yeah. This was a it was an entertaining game, you know. I mean, yeah, it, it was not much defense, and I guess that's the biggest thing. And I guess now we can kind of say, like, you know, maybe they should have gave Josh Norman some money. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is it is it is it just that? I I don't know, and I don't it think anybody thinks Josh Norman that. is Deion Sanders, but you know, he's a system cornerback. Cool, he's doing better than the system. I can say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, is. of the two, the system is over here giving up 41 points. He's over here doing, you know, doing fine. Yeah. So, if, if I had to say one was missing the other, I would definitely say it's the system's missing Josh Norman more than he's missing the system. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's just hard to, to imagine that a team that, that was five, six and no at this time, that's one and five now mm-hmm. that, that's just the difference. I mean, I know Cam was out that game, that one game, and he hasn't been great. Um, they're not running the ball as good as they were last year. Um, and they're definitely not defending as good as they were last year. <laughs> I think they were like, what, what were they, like two last year? In the, like, I think they had the second defense behind yeah. Denver. Yeah. They're probably close to last. Now, and keeping fair and being and being true and fair and equal to everybody, the same thing I was praising Cam for last year about just being the leader mm-hmm. and not doing the pouting and, and doing all of that. Yeah. He's losing, mm-hmm. and it's back. It's back. It's it's right back. Now, the post game, hat game, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suit game, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. His attitude don't match neither one of them. Right. All right? You're up at the podium looking every part of the professional, looking as dapper and as professional as you can possibly look. And you give him the interview like you're wearing flip flops and, and, and t-shirts at, at, at your, at your 14 year old picnic. You know what I mean? Like, you look like a little kid out there. Yeah. And I guess maybe last year is one of those things where winning cures everything. Right. But he's right back to the same person. Yeah. He's, he's not a, he's not a good loser. No, he's not. And clearly, we all know he's not a good loser. Um, you know, and I've, I've, in the past, I've been, you know, I guess how I, I do with everybody. You know, I, I haven't been all over. I've been protective of him as far as, you know, when guys playing these games and they got to, like, mm-hmm. having to talk to the media is, you know, it's as, as, a, as a player, it's just. 
I, I get don't it. know how I feel about that. I, I get mean, it. If you go up there and he's, you know, too happy and smiling, then he doesn't care. Right. You know, now he's pissed off. He don't want to answer no questions because he's that mad about losing. And now he's he's not a leader and he's immature. I mean, everybody is not built to just be politically correct. Mm-hmm. Some guys are going to really go up there and speak their mind. You might not like what comes out of it. Some guys might go up there and just give you a whole bunch of BS and you might not believe them. It's like it's hard it's hard to win, but for him, because the 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 pattern of him doing it is just the way is 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 has been ending up bad because he did this in the Super Bowl. Started ever since, just about. Yeah, and since then, like before then, everything was great. You know, he's having fun. You know, mm-hmm. they're winning games. Mm-hmm. They lose in the Super Bowl, and he does this. And now to start this season, it's almost like this was even yeah, just as. You know, he walked out of the Super Bowl and he got killed. So he probably says, you know what? I'll go to all the press conference. This was just as bad as, as walking out of the press conference. And the thing is, I agree with everything you just said. And nine times out of ten, I'm going to be with you that that stuff is overblown and people are just looking for things to critique. I do believe the one position in sports that leadership does matter and that type of stuff does matter is the quarterback. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I, I think it's the one position that does matter and when you're – I was watching Tony Junji, and he said he's the face of the Panthers. You know what? Forget that. He's the face of the NFL. He's the reigning league MVP. Mm-hmm. He said Andrew Luck lost the game tonight the exact same way. Right. He was up, and his defense just completely dropped the ball and let them go and, and score whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And he said Andrew Luck stood in there and answered all the same stupid questions. Because mm-hmm. they are stupid questions. Mm-hmm. Let's, ma- let's not make any mistake about it. They are stupid questions. Do you think the, are you happy you lost? Uh, do you think you should score more points? You know, I mean, they're all stupid questions. But, you know, there's a way to answer them. Andrew Luck had opportunities, though, but go ahead. You lost. Yeah. The point is you both lost. And I'm sure Andrew Luck is equally as blown that mm-hmm. he lost. And you just sit there and, you you know, I'm sure Andrew Luck wasn't over there smiling. Cam you know? isn't as mature as Andrew no, Luck. No, no, absolutely. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, no. Andrew Luck was born to be absolutely yes. quarterback. He was bred to be that. Like yes, he was absolutely bred to be that. So no, yeah, no, was, no doubt about yeah, No doubt about yeah, But the yeah. thing is, at the end of the day, every game, Somebody loses. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact is, is that what Cam hasn't seemed to learn that you, it's not possible to win every game. It's right. just not. Right. You know what I mean? So you, you can't just act like it's the end of the world every time you lose and that, you know, you just, your whole demeanor because you are something about being a leader is that you, you, the team's energy. If you look at your leader and your leader's acting like the world's about to end, then you think the world's about to end. You know right. what I mean? Instead of just being like, Hey, you know, we lost and, you know, let's get back to the board and try again next week. I still believe in the guys in this thing. I think that we can do, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it, to Cam, it's just always like, screw it. Now what? We, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is just ridiculous. I don't know. And I don't know. I'm a Cam fan and I, I, I'd like this, but when you see that stuff and it's just like, you know, I would you're like dressing him. the part, play it, bro. I would like him to handle that situation differently, but. It's just people are people are who they, they are. are. Yeah, you know I've seen guys yep. after games literally cry, you know, and and me I've always been a cool person. I could be pissed off. I could be the happiest person in the world, and you'll never know it because I won't show you, you know. Either either way, but to to be like I said to be fair, if I was going to sit here and not only me the rest of the world last year was was applauding him for being so mature and growing up. Yeah. No, you were just winning. Like you didn't grow up at all. You were just winning. Right. You know, like right. big difference. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Big difference. So that that's that's what I want to say. And I think you hit the nail on the head is you just are who you are. 
Yeah, you know what? Eli Eli goes to the press conference and says all the right things. I would much rather have, you know, Cam, you know, out there with his abilities than Eli going to the press conference saying all the right things and going out there throwing interceptions. And on the flip side of that, sometimes you look at Eli and you wonder if he even cares. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he just, yeah. he has the same look on his face all the time. And you just be like, what if this dude even cares? You know, so, I mean, that's the flip side of it. But no, nah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I, I would like to see Cam getting back to, uh, the, the league was better, is better, excuse me, when when Cam and is playing at an elite level. Yeah. It but, just is. At the same time, like you said, you do know your responsibilities as that at that position. You know, mm-hmm. the, right. court, the quarterback is you right. know, the leader, leading position in sports, period. Right. Like, you you can look at guys. You look at guys like Peyton, who's the ultimate professional. He's won a lot, mm-hmm. you know, but he's had to go out there after losses to Seattle and stuff like that, after, you know, losses to, you know, him throwing an interception against the Saints where he know you know he could have caused his team a Super Bowl with all the pressure that's on him. You still go up there and answer some questions and just say, you know, well, well, we got to get better and I got to get better at this and I did this and take all the blame. That 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 does come with the job. Some guys just, you know, I I, I feel like this generation we have we've got the blueprint yeah. from Peyton and Tom Brady, who have been the yeah. two best quarterbacks of this past two decades, yeah. and they have showed you winning and losing. Both yeah. of them have done a lot of winning and a lot of losing, yeah. and they've showed you how you're supposed to be a professional, and you can tell that Andrew Luck was groomed right in that yeah. footstep. You know what I mean? He yeah. was built, his dad was probably watching tapes of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady's press conferences. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? As a kid. And so, no, I don't think it's fair to compare. Cam Newton's just not going to be. Andrew Russell Wilson Andrew. also. He's also really He's, good. Andrew, yeah. Russell Wilson also. Yeah. You know, All them guys are just raised just, totally yeah, different. Raised totally know? different. I, I agree with you. But that being said, he's still there's still room for improvement for yeah. Cam. And I got Giselle was raised different too, but she didn't hold her tongue with it. But nah, nah. <laughs> he she can't said, throw the ball catch it. Giselle go hard, man. That's out by all of y'all, that was That was some of the funniest. That is funny, yo. She yelled at the fans too. She ain't even yeah, talking. My man, Wes, welcome, man. She's yelling at that man. Threw that ball behind Wes too, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. That's Jack- funny. Jacksonville at Chicago. That's a bad game. It's a bad. I, I saw a good amount of that. It was just some bad mm-hmm. football, man. Um, Alshon Jeffries on that list of people who just deserve better, dude. Mm-hmm. Like to see that Jordan Howard. Only, although today uh, that game fifteen for thirty four doesn't seem pretty. He's good. I don't know if you got a chance to see him play. Yeah, yeah he's nice. He's 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 definitely nice. Hoyer the, has actually hasn't been horrible. No, Hoyer's been statistically very good. Yeah, I think since he's been playing in the last four games, he's like the second highest graded QB in NFL over that over that uh span. But that I mean that being said, they're still just out there losing football games. So you know and the, for fantasy, great. This kid, um since 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 the the boy from West Virginia, um who got hurt, I don't know how I can't remember his name because I had him on my team. On what team? Chicago the receiver. Kid's supposed to be Oh, good. Kevin Jones? Kevin White. White, yes. Yes, yeah, he since he got hurt this kid Cameron Murders yes. has been balling in the yes, last he has. two weeks. Yes, he has. Him and him and um him and Hoyer, they they must have been on that that second team together. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, getting their reps. Yes, in, yes. Blend uh, gelling very well, huh? Yeah, they've been they've been gelling they've been gelling great. I mean, still two two bad teams. Um, what um Borders do two seventy one to touchdown. Um, you know he usually get his mm-hmm. his, his late his late fourth quarter stats. That's what he did. You mm-hmm. see the seventeen points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I was again I was playing against him. And he had he had one point for the guy that I was playing up up into the third quarter, right. and then I was like, oh, "Here we go." 
and then just starts going down down the field in, in a typical uh in a typical fashion. Um two two bad teams. I mean I watched Jeffries give uh Ramsey the business on like three consecutive plays and just overthrew him, underthrew him, yeah. and then threw the ball out of bounds. Yeah. Again, like wouldn't it be nice to see Alshon Jeffrey and Aaron Rodgers or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> like instead of exactly. instead of Brian Horde and Alshon yeah. Jeffries. I would I would love for Aaron to get one of these kind of guys. Brandon Marshall. You know, any one of these guys who's out there just wasting their time. And, you know, we can just skip right past that game. Yeah. Nothing else to say on that one. L.A. at Detroit. Two teams. I don't know. At Detroit, I think we've said no clue who they are, I guess, which leads you to three and three because mm-hmm. we don't know what you're getting from the day-to-day basis. Yeah. Golden Tate had done absolutely nothing to the point where I took him out of my starting lineup mm-hmm. only to replace him with Arian Foster who played, like, two snaps. Yeah. Um, and then he just goes ridiculous. Uh what did, he, what did he finish, 165 yards? Yeah, yeah 165 yards. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. Catch. Had a Mazda game. Um, he was the one who's supposed to be the um, Calvin Johnson uh, beneficiary of him retiring, and that hadn't happened up until yesterday. I think he had 130 yards total on the season before before that with no touchdowns before that game. Good game for him. Um, Todd Gurley, good luck to you, buddy. They're not going to let you run. And... The Rams, uh, they went. Th- what did they start off three and zero or three and one? Three and one, excuse me. And I told you, I'd st- even at three one, I'll stick on my win total of five. Yeah, no more than six. I mean, I, yeah, they'll probably win six, seven games, but seven's reaching. Todd, Todd Gurley just can't. He just can't get There's off. Nowhere, to, nowhere for that man to go. And 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 Case Keenum hasn't been playing bad. Maybe that's because Gurley can't run. Yeah, Case because the thing is, is the teams are saying. Case, you're gonna have to, you know, yeah. no safety, no nothing, bro. Go ahead. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, he's getting a lot of favorable passing situations. Right. And Gurley's not getting any favorable running situations. And, you know, Case Keelum is doing fine against very weak coverage, you know, yeah. very relaxed coverage. Everybody's in the box watching, uh, I mean, if you watch the game, Kenny Britch is running one on one at all times. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he got some good cooking this week here, but, uh, I mean, you, their goal is to, Stop Gurley and make sh- and watch Tavon Austin wherever he goes. You know, make sure because they're going to do whatever they can to get the ball in his hand in some sort of way. But if you can stop Todd Gurley from running wild and just you know make sure because Tavon Austin obviously at any given time is he can reverse it, he can kick. You know, he's he he can go to the house anywhere. So you just watch them two and then the rest of the guys. Hey, have at it. Mm. And I think that's the formula. We can go past that next one. Pittsburgh at Miami. Ben, told you guys every year it's the same. Like, you're going to look up, and every year Ben's game total is different than, like, it shows that he's just real dope. Every year he's always finds himself hurt and questionable. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's this guy that every time he gets hurt, we have no idea what his time to. I've never seen a player who was like, could be out for the year, might be back next week. Mm-hmm. Right. Every, you know what I mean? And it's like anybody who's owned him in fantasies will tell you one of the most frustrating people, first of all, they play at 4 o'clock all the time. This dude's never yeah, I'm playing, you know. Then last year, you bench him. He doesn't start, but still throws six touchdowns off the bench. What the hell is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you were good enough to play, but you didn't start. Never heard of that before from a starting quarterback, ever. Like, I just never heard of that before. Um, I don't know. This game was kind of weird. I mean, at first very drive, weird. they they score pretty easy. They would base 60-yard run. Then they, Ran a dude then they over. go for it's the two-point conversion. Does. Like, they did the week before. They score, go for the two-point conversion. Get it? You know what I mean? I'm thinking it's gonna be an easy day, and then out of nowhere, 
this kid Jay Ajaya just goes ham. Yeah, he goes he goes crazy on him, and Ben can't get nothing done. I got my first round pick. Antonio Brown couldn't give me anything. Um, he got a touchdown, right? No, nah, he didn't. He didn't score. I, I would oh, think I Le'Veon I only ran the ball ten times, and he's he's been getting a lot of. He's caught a six passes, but he's been getting a lot of a lot of work. And they didn't. He got five point three a carry. I thought he should probably get the ball um, a, little, a little more than he did. They I, just look all the way out of sync. They did look out of sync. I mean, the, the, I didn't watch the whole game because it was on the same time as a lot of the games was on. But just glancing at it, it just, just didn't look like they get got anything done after that first drive. I I, I think they were just shocked. It was like the Ben thing. You know, Ben's out. Cool. They weren't exactly lighting the world up when he was in. Then it's like he comes back, still doesn't get it going. Uh, and then on the flip side, I don't think anybody saw that coming on the other side of the ball. Melanie Jones only threw one pass, so he wasn't he wasn't out that long. I think he got hurt towards the end. No, he got no, he got hurt uh, probably in the second quarter, and then he was out for a drive, and then halftime, and then came back. Like so, you know, he was out long enough to go. He went to the back and got a. Uh, Got an X-ray or, or MRI or whatever yeah, the hell he, 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 he like he finished he, the game. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came yeah. back. Yeah, he came back. But he physically left the field. I mean, yeah. like he he left the field, and um, you know, I don't I don't know what the drive situation was, but it was, it was definitely gone for fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. And um, you know, they didn't know because I remember they're saying his return is questionable. And they're not sure if he's coming back. But that being said, the reason they lost isn't because Ben wasn't out there. Like you said, he still managed to throw what was it thirty something passes. So yeah. I mean, he was out there enough. He was out there enough to throw 30, 34 passes. I, I just don't think that they saw, they were expecting J.A.J.I., I don't even know how you pronounce his name, because he hasn't done much of anything this whole year. Right. And I just don't think they they saw that coming, and he was making big plays. Yeah, he got eight yards of carry. I mean, like, just like <laughs> we talked about with San Francisco, they didn't run for as much as as um, Buffalo did, but 2,222 yards and 204 for one guy getting eight of carry. It's hard to win a game like that, even with – and Tannehill didn't – didn't necessarily stink it up. He played. He played decent. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Le'Veon. I mean, just you can just tell by the box score. I mean, Le'Veon Bell ten carries. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Uh, that's all. That's all. That's all you need to know. And Antonio Brown go down was like four catches. Those are just numbers that you don't see. Yeah, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Roethlisberger throws the ball thirty four times. Uh, the other dude uh, catches zero passes. Who had two or three touchdowns last week? Coach. Yeah, I think he, he he was hurt too. He was, he was hurt going into the game, but decided yeah. he was going to start and not catch a pass. Right. All right, next one. Um, Cincinnati at New England. Uh, I don't know what there's to say about that one. New England's good. Cincinnati. I mean, going going to New England and losing, like I I just don't think that's something that you beat yourself up beat yeah. yourself up over. Yeah. What I will say about this is I'm watching this game and before. The announcer say anything. I actually had it on the side television, so the volume wasn't even going on. I watched Gronk get get the um gets his catch, and people are going at his ankles, and I'm like, wow. And then perfect comes out of nowhere, boom. Like I said, I'm just watching it with no sound. I'm like, that just seemed unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Very next play, Bennett catches the ball, perfect, boom. And I'm just like, it was the same dude back to back plays when when cornerbacks and safeties come up across those guys. Cool, I get it. I don't know what else you're supposed to do. You. He outweighs you by almost 70, 80 pounds. Linebackers just diving at dudes' knees. Like, I mean, it without anybody saying anything, I was like, it didn't look right. And the next thing I know, these players are all trying to fight him and, like, kill this dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, and I see you see uh, Gronk, who we haven't really seen him get into it with anybody before. He plays 
rough and tough and whatever the case may be, but he seems like a big goofball. Never recall him getting into it with anybody. And he, and you can see he's telling him, like, yo, dude, stay away from my niece. Yeah. And Burfick, after the game, this is starting to be like every time his, and he's a good football player, mm-hmm. but it's like his name always seems to be involved with a dirty play. And there's only so many times that that can happen before you're like, it might be something to you being and he a dirty player. And he stepped on LeGarrette Blount. They said intentionally stepped on his leg. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he apparently, you know, once they got it moving, he was fully involved in everything, just like he was with the um, the Steelers last year. And so, I mean, I, I think that he's one of those guys that if you want to start talking and be see who's going to be dirtier and whatever, the LeGarrette Blount thing was stepping on him. I, I think that was just we already started a war. You know, it's good. It's, it's on that. That one is just part of the game. I, I don't think the diving at people's knees stuff, though, is part of the game. That's like, usually what happened when you, I mean, when you, when you know a guy is known for something, you're going to look, you're going to look closely at some of the things he does. I, I didn't see that stuff until after they started talking about it. What I did see is I clicked to the game, Gronk caught a pass, and then Gronk turned around, was talking trash. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I thought Gronk was the instigator at that point because I'd never seen the stuff that led up to it. Because Gronk caught another pass, and he started talking stuff again. I'm like, man, Gronk is starting stuff with these guys, but I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, no, nah, I some happened before. I mean, and just looking at, I didn't see the Gronk. I seen the one with um, Bennett. Um, it just looked like, I mean, Burfick be out there. I mean, really trying to hurt guys. I mean, some guys yes, are, are old school, know. and it's like you know that's the the history of football. It them guys went out there to try to hurt. Right, you. but when you say old school and you think of tough guys, and you put on those those old footage of Singletary and mm-hmm. Buckus and those guys, and even further up in our generation, Ray Lewis, and mm-hmm. when they were hitting guys though, DJ, they weren't hitting them in their knees. Like you don't watch Buckus and Singletary sing, uh, footage, and they're down there diving at dudes' knees. Like you know they're out there. Clotheslining people yeah, and they just things. running. Looking at Deacon Jones I, I, to right, your helmet right, off and you can break your neck. And like, the thing is, I think worse. if you ask football players, they would much rather you hit them as hard as you possibly can in their upper body than you hitting the, the knees. There's nothing. To, it doesn't matter how big or how strong you are. Somebody puts a helmet to your knee. That's everything. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Like it, it just is. You know, if somebody upper body, I mean, worse, you can break somebody's arm. They all would much rather broken everything. Knee is that's just it. You know what I mean? And for a guy like Gronk, who's already coming back off of a knee, that next, you know, knee to Gronk's helmet, I mean, a helmet to Gronk's knee might be the end of Gronk as we know him. You know what I mean? So it, it, it didn't, like I said, it, when I'm watching the game with no sound on or nothing and I see a hit and then I notice he has, I'm like, that didn't look cool. Right. And obviously he didn't think it was cool either. You know what I mean? And again, that name just keeps going. Now I agree with you. Once your name is out there, you know, that spotlight's going to be on you, but. You know, I'm I'm hearing the uh, the player this type of thing. You just defer to the players and let them. And when the players say something is dirty, you just be like you know, players aren't known for bashing other players. Yeah. And supporting them getting fines and whatever the case may be, you know. And that's I don't know. I think the dude like 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 I heard Herm ever say earlier today. Yeah, you you hate that guy until he's he on gets your on team, your team. Until he's on your team, he's like you know what, <laughs> this guy's pretty good. Like you you kind of, I mean, you don't I, never want nobody to really hurt. Hurt somebody like that, but some of them guys like it's football. I don't care. And, I and heard Gronk. I got a better chance. <laughs> Absolutely. And the thing is, I think the the sports as a whole, because that's the same thing they say about like uh Ricky Incognito. All these guys who tend to be, you know, everybody hates them. And like you said, until they're on your team, like when yeah. they're on your team, you know, Romanowski, the dirtiest player probably ever. But good luck. His teammates loved him. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, hey, like you said, he's out there. Hey, man. I'm sure he says, hey, man, you about to injure his knee. He's probably like, I don't give a damn about your knee. 
<laughs> I was like, I promise you that's what he said. Yeah. As far as I can tell, you don't care. Me. 30 doctors over there. Yeah, I okay. can care less if you ever play football again, man. My <laughs> job is to win these games, man. Just not concerned about it at all. But, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, the Bengals didn't look terrible. I mean, the Patriots are a good team, and they went at home. Yeah. And they're on a mission right now. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to take much out of, uh, from that one. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought the Bengals looked better than I thought they were going to. Yeah. You know, New England scored 10 late. Mm-hmm. To kind of put it out of reach, but uh, for the most part, the game was close. Right. I I I I feel like that was actually one of Cincinnati's better performances. Kansas City at Oakland. I picked. I believe I picked Kansas City. Oh, I mean Oakland's not going to win every game. No. And Kansas can uh, Andy Reid, little little uh, well known fact actually, you know his record after a bye. You both picked the Raiders. Okay. I, I, I don't know why I did. Um, Andy Reid's record out of a bye is like 18 and 1. Hmm. At one point in time when he was in Philadelphia, it was like 14 and 0. So, you give it, maybe I didn't know that they were coming off a bye, but, um, he's proven that you give him that week to prepare. He's good. Yeah. Jamal Charles looked, I mean, forget his numbers. He looked better than he had. He looked good. The one play he had a little, he came that 17 yard run. Yeah. They, um, they gave him some space to run and he ran. And Spencer Ware looked amazing. If they can get those two running, I mean, you already know what you're getting with Alex Smith, 19 for 22. Ridiculous, yeah. Like, that's, that's just what he does. At least like, he threw for over 200 this time. <laughs> I mean, it's like that, that dude has reinvented the screen pass. You know, I mean, that dude, he'll run from one side, go all the way to as far left as you can go, and just throw the ball as far right as you can possibly go to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like even his 30, which is still like a 40-yard pass, it's a 40-yard pass. It's to the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's what that dude does. I mean, it leads to no interceptions. I mean, that's, you're not going to turn the ball over. I mean, he's the definition of a game manager. Um, Raiders, I mean. Here we, here we go again. Another team that ran the ball well, ran the ball a lot, and they came up with the victory. Another team 40, didn't. 40, 40 carries. Yeah. And I was, and I played against Jamal Charles in, um, in fantasy. And first they running way, where running good. Mm-hmm. West came in second, and West is you know running good. And I'm like, oh yeah, and Jamal Charles is not going, you know, he's not going to carry the ball much. Still gets ten, still gets still, almost ten carries. He still comes and gets a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, gets ten carries and you know gets some few receptions and end up scoring sixteen or something fantasy that I didn't need him to do. <laughs> right, I, I think Jamal Charles is going to be with with the luxury of having Spencer Ware. You get you put you put the miles on Spencer Ware, and if the Chiefs find themselves relevant in December, October and December, excuse me, November and December, watch out, watch how um, Jamal Charles comes to life. You know what I'm saying? Each week. Yeah, you no, know, I think Jamal will be fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, watch how Jamal Charles comes to life. It's so crazy every time you see it that he has the, it's probably like one of the least known sports facts, that he is the highest uh, average yards per carry in yeah. NFL history. Yeah. At like over five for his career. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about small sample size. The guy's been in the league for nine years. I mean, you're talking Barry Sanders territory. You know, more than anybody. Emmitt Smith, anybody who's ever played the game. Go ahead. I don't know what else to say about that one. Go to the next one. Next is Atlanta and Seattle. It was an entertaining game right there. Yeah, it was. I actually stepped away. I didn't see live the um the last the interception, the pass interference call that they didn't, that they missed. Atlanta lost, obviously, stating the obvious. And to me, I left that game saying Atlanta's put another chip in the 
I'll buy one more dollar of the Atlanta stock. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that was an impression because they were down early. Seattle jumps up on them, I think, 17 to nothing mm-hmm. in Seattle. Okay, that's as, as far as anybody who knows anything about football, that's the ball game. 17 nothing in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And people don't win in Seattle, period. And you certainly don't win down 17 nothing. And then you look up, and they're up 24-7. You're like, whoa, okay. Like, and you know. They're doing it. What they're doing what they want to do. You know, they're they're throwing at Julio. They're throwing Julio to Julio Jones. Yeah. You know, we don't care if Sherman's on, and we don't mm-hmm. care was this. We're gonna run the ball. They're, like they're doing it their way. And Matt Ryan, look, and and to be honest with you, they, that was clearly pass interference. Yeah. Um. So I mean, really, they got a shot to win that bat to win that football game. Right. Um. Christian Michael, look, he runs hard, man. Yeah. When, when they give him a place to run, he runs hard. I also played against him. <laughs> so 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 you're fully aware of that. Um again, Atlanta's the loser in this game points wise, but I, I'm I'm more impressed with Atlanta out of this game than I am Seattle. And and I don't even have a problem with Seattle in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, that's that that goes noted. I, I, I'm with you on that. Um well, with Atlanta in in Seattle, no, I mean you can't take away everything. If you if you're gonna take away Julio Jones then you're going to count on those, those two running backs mm-hmm. killing you. They kept those two running backs in check. So, okay. Cause that's what they, you know, they've been doing. You know, the games that, you know, guys take away Julio, you know, they've been going to them running backs out the backfield and running them. This game, you know, Julio Jones, they, I guess they feel Sherman can do it alone. I know one time Sherman got upset when it was, was a, a whole lot going on over there. Sherman wasn't even on him. It was a miscommunication. It looked like they was a zone. He caught his test down and now Sherman's over there pissed off. Real pissed off. I mean, you see, I mean, they was trying to – you see the whole team started jumping yeah. around. He just didn't want to let it go. Fact is, Julio Jones is a bad man. Yes, he is. To me, I mean, I think he's the best receiver in the league. I myself. feel like right now on any weekend you can – Beckham could be the best. There's, yeah. I don't remember their time being this many ridiculous receivers. But as much as I love Beckham and I love Brown – And I, I love even, A.J. Green. I love A.J. Green too, but I've been pretty consistent about Julio the last few years. Julio? Monster. No, I'm with he's, you. He's just a mixture of everybody. Just strength and power and speed and, and everything. Yak, he can out jump you. Yep. Nah, he's, he's 40, bad, 40 inch vertical. Yeah. Nah, he's, yeah. he's about, the thing is, I remember last, uh, two years ago when Beckham made that catch and everybody was going crazy and, and well deserved. Man, Julio was banged up and his name had fallen, falling out of that debate. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yo, y'all forgetting Julio. He's banged up right yeah. now, but I was like, that dude is, he's, he's, he's special. It could be Beckham. I mean, if, if, if back, maybe if Beckham had Ben or Matt Ryan that throws the ball like like you know many times in is how they throw the ball, Beckham's stats will probably be more. Even though his stats have been great up until this yeah. point, you know Eli's a little inconsistent, but he just can't he can't give you the is, even though he can. Who more physical? Yeah, he's more physical, right? And, and he's going to bully you, and he's yeah, going to like, right. Beckham can out jump you, but he can out jump you, and he's already six three. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. I mean, there really is no weakness in Julio's yeah, uh, yeah. game. He's 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 not. Nah, I have no problem as, with him being number one. As a guy like Beckham or as, uh, as elusive as Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. With him, A.J. Green has is that they're that big. Height. They're, yeah. they're bigger guys, yeah. And so they can do the – they can – they're the guys that the quarterback would say, you just throw it up there and, and yeah. you get it close to them, the chances are they're going to come down with it. Mm-hmm. You know, between their, their, their jumping ability and they're already going to be right. – there's no cornerback. Their average co- – oh, my goodness. This dude lost his mind, yo. <laughs> and he wouldn't bother that alligator. The um the cornerbacks, you know, your average cornerback is going to be five ten, five eleven, and you know those guys are six three, six four. Mm-hmm. Big trouble. Um, go ahead, let's get to that next one. Oh yeah, um, Dallas at Green Bay. 
Okay, so I'm watching this one because I have Aaron Rodgers. So I'm watching this game tight. I got Aaron Rodgers. I have um, Ezekiel Elliott in another league. I'm going against a Cowboys guy. So he has Ezekiel Elliott. He has Jason Witten, and he had Cole Beasley. Needs to say I lost. Cole Beasley scores a touchdown like on the first drive. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, I already factored in that 150. Um, so I'm watching this game. Aaron Rodgers and that team, that, you know what, A1? In the terms of a guy who's done a lot with not much, how about we put, start putting Aaron Rodgers' name in there? That team is not that good, man. And it's like every time you see the pass, and I'm not even talking about the completions, you just watch the game, and every time, they sh- like, these dudes are nowhere close to open. Like, there's zero separation, just zero separation. And and then the few times that there's like a mm, little little bit of separation, it's like Aaron Rodgers' margin of, of error is so small. That team is really not that talented, dude. Yeah. It, it, it's really not. Really, uh, aside from the one glaring one was when he caught him on a penalty and he threw it up there when he overthrew. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Cobb? No, it was the. I think it was McGarn. But I, Adams, yeah, yeah, Adams. Yeah, yeah, Adams. And he 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 kind of threw it threw it threw it really high. Um, but for, for him, it was like a free play. He was really trying to just get it up there before mm-hmm. he lose that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, them passes. We're not used to saying Aaron Rodgers miss passes at all. Even even. With these guys who who aren't that good, I never thought any of them guys was that good. I like I like Jody, I'm, but Jody's still trying to work his way back in there. Jody's been missing some catches too. Um, he has. I, I I feel like again, I think we're in the same boat. Nobody's trying to disrespect Jordy, but just not one of the elite ones. You know yeah. that. Which is not saying I don't think that's even calling him bad. Yeah. But you know, if we're doing Madden ratings, I think he's more like an eighty-two, eighty-three yeah. type of guy. And then when he's your number one, and it's like the rest of these dudes are probably like sixties and seventies. You know what I mean? And then Eddie Lacy's just a big back, but, I mean, Eddie Lacy's job is to just beat you up, really. He's yeah. not making anybody miss, and he's not running away from anybody. Right. And then when you start factoring all that in, you're like, what is what is Aaron Rodgers even really working with over there? Not not much. Nah, not much. Not, not much. You know, and it's like, then you realize, like, last year, you're one Jordy, Elson, Jordy Nelson um, injury away from having zero talent. Like, these are just a bunch of guys. These yeah. are literally just a bunch of guys out here. And then we you get all this talk about how good their run defense is until they go out there against this Dallas Cowboys offensive line with Ezekiel Elliott running behind it. And um, I I, w- I was trying to tell my guys I got a you know I got a Dallas fan who who he he's like man Alfred Moore Alfred Moore's man forget that. Uh, yeah, that's what everybody was saying I'm after like, week man, two. I know because because the Giants we shut them down we couldn't do anything week two he didn't play that great either. Mm-hmm. I'm like man just give that boy. You mm-hmm. know, he he got Alfred Morris would never have the athletic ability in the tools. This guy got he just Alfred Morris is a good running back. I love I love to have him, but Ezekiel's a beast and running behind that line. AP, Dallas, you still there? Dallas, yeah, he he was like finally. Oh, okay, two, okay. Two Dallas Cowboys fans. They, Who's that they, Commodore on there too? No, no. that's um one one Drake Clyde. And, oh, okay, and, and, um and, and AP. So <laughs> I like I like I like Dallas. I do. I mean, I, I I was picking Dallas to win the division before Romo got hurt. No idea Dak Prescott was going to do what he's been doing. Um, Dallas defense has been playing well. I know everybody was like, man, they should have picked Jalen Ramsey and not wasted that pick on Zeke. Zeke's probably going to lead the league in rushing by far. To put it, put it out there for you guys, the, the Cowboys fans, AP and one drink. Um, Romo or Romo needs to sit down now that because it's. I guess with every game it goes by, it's, it's looking a little bit harder to put Romo in. But do you guys are you guys over Romo? Is the Romo era done, 
or you just are are you want are you ready to put them back in there? I think at this point you just just ride it out. Yeah, think, I've been asking I've been asking a lot of guys about that, and everybody's pretty much said they should um they should keep keep going with Dak. I thought if they beat Cincinnati, I'm like if they beat Cincinnati, they might got to keep Dak in there. And they go in now. They go in the Green Bay and win. I'm like, see, that was hard to mess that. That up. was what I was. That's what we all were saying. Like, if they go in the Green Bay and win, that. But then you watch the Green Bay. The Green Bay just didn't look that impressive. Like, yeah. you, so it was like, uh, and and it's like when you watch D- Dak makes all the right plays, right. but he doesn't blow you away. He's not bombs away. Da 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 da. He just makes the right reads, and that offensive line is amazing. He gets all the time in the world. Um, obviously, defenses have to so keen in on Ezekiel Elliott. And the Cowboys have kind of stolen the, 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 the Patriots thing with Cole Beasley and the Wes Welker sort of situation down there. And he looks, he looks the part. I mean, he's quick and shifty and any, you know, that eight yard pass, he's, he's next to impossible to guard, you you know, down there and and he looks good doing it. Right. I mean, and Dak, Dak made a few throws outside the lines too. But I, what I was also thinking about yesterday, I was telling AP, I was saying that, um, with, with, they they were showing highlights. They showed the the Dak Prescott touchdown to the number nineteen kid. I'm like, they out there getting one on one coverage, because Ezekiel Elliott is running the ball so so well. Mm-hmm. Them guys, I said, if you give Romo these one on one coverages, I'm like, with them running the ball, how they're running it? There's no way if Romo's in that lineup, you're going to be able to stop Dallas with the passing ability that Romo has, and you gotta and you gotta stack the box. Here's the question, and I like this one of the type of things I would like to ask Lamont. And we see if Romo was in there, it would be a completely different game plan, right? Mm-hmm. They're not asking Dak to do much. Yeah. They're really not. And now if Romo comes back, all of a sudden they ask this man to do all kinds of things. Yeah. We saw us last year, at the beginning of last year, the Colts basically handed Andrew Luck the playbook and was like, yo, just figure something out and, yo, everything is on you. Yeah. Andrew Luck's like, all right, and the more he's on his plate, it is almost like the worse it was going. Yeah. Then he gets hurt. They just pretty much grab whatever quarterback they can every week mm-hmm. and ask him to do absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yo, just hand the ball off as much as you possibly can, make as short as passes as you possibly can, just mm-hmm. don't do anything. And then they go out there and win like, you know, they won like three or four games in a row, and they look better than they did when Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. So you ask yourself, like, why is it happening? You know, can't you find a happy ma- a medium? You know what I mean? Like, Tony Romo, if you the, the thing that people will never understand, the casual fan, is what Dak Prescott is asked to do on a scale of 1 to 10 is like 3. What Tony Romo was asked to do on a scale of 1 to 10 is like 11. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, man, Romo, he just doesn't look as good. Like, dude, they're, well, not, Romo, even, they're not even asked to do the same sort of thing. Well, Romo, that's, that's because they know that Romo can do them things. Right. But so you say to yourself, you why not? A rookie. I mean, they, they did it to luck. But. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but it's like, why not find a happy? Why not? Let's go with Romo because he can do more. But why, not, why do we have to ask him to do everything? Yeah. You know what I mean? The same thing with the Colts. Like, yes, Andrew Luck is phenomenal. That doesn't mean, like, they they basically wanted him to do with Peyton Manning. Like, uh, yeah, the old guy, he just ran the entire offense, everything. But like, well, I'm not him. You know what I mean? Like, but I am better than Tim Hasselbeck. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's Matthew Hasselbeck. Like, there, there's a, let's find a middle ground. Like, some of those plays that you, offense you were running for him, like, why don't we do some of that? I agree, but you, you also got to have a quarterback that's willing to, to make the right plays. Just because you, you know, you might give a quarterback this or that, and they might, they might try to take chances that, you know, we told you we didn't really want you to do that. They right. might try to do it themselves. Because that, they got that leash that these yeah. guys don't have. Yeah, because, you know, that first two weeks, they wasn't running the ball as well against us. 
Ezekiel Elliott couldn't do anything. They could have won that game still. You know, Zach was out there. I mean, Dak was out there making the right plays, and he's getting outside of the pocket. He's making throws from in the pocket. He's not even he, – as much as he used to run in college, he don't even try to run no more. In college, he was just a bully. He was big and strong. He was running guys over. Now he's saving his runs for just whenever necessary, and he's making the right throws. He's making his reads, and he's just really just playing smart. Yeah, I'm, I don't know I, if you could put anybody in that situation because last year when Tony Romo went down, no matter who they put in the game, nobody could, could win a game at all. It was not just, horrible. It's not even just this last year. The last, like, three times yeah, Romo's pro, gone down. They just, they're literally just grabbing guys, you know, off the side of the street. Yeah. He's a pro quarterback. Yeah, looking awful. Yeah, and you got to – Looking, like, really yeah. bad. Yeah, looking really bad. And you got a rookie that's coming in there, and he's making all the right decisions, and – he looked like, you know, especially with you got two rookies in there, it's, they looking like the future. But I just think that Tony, like I asked, I'm Kenyon Martin, is, he's a Dallas fan. What do you think? He said, um, Romo should just be the backup. And, um, what did Chuck say? I know he's a Cowboys fan too. Um, he, he, he want to roll with Dak. He didn't, okay. um, he didn't say what a solution would be as far as getting rid of Romo or not. I just was telling Kenyon, I said, man, Romo's too good just to be a backup. There's teams no, in the no, league. No, no that doubt can about win. it. Denver can win a Super Bowl with Romo right now. You know who else is too good to be a backup? Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, but Drew was hurt. And Drew got out of there. Drew ain't stayed there forever. No, nah, no. Nah, but, but I mean, it's just like, I, mean, I, I really feel like people probably would look at this completely different if it weren't, if that hadn't happened. Because mm. that's the main thing that everybody says. Mm. They benched him and went with Brady. Mm. And I mean, there's no proof that, it, you know, that. That could be one. That may never happen again in the history of sports. You know what I mean? Like that. There's no proof that that is the recipe for. You know what I mean? Like it just happened one time with one guy on one team. No, when um Trent Green went down and and uh Kurt Warner took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who, yeah, no, no. But benching Trent Green wasn't nothing. Nobody cared about Green's Pretty good before. Yeah, but he he was was even after Kurt, when Kurt Trent Green was probably comparable yeah. to uh, Drew Bledsoe. Probably Trent Green hey, was pretty you good. Got, you, yeah, you got pretty good. you got Drew Bledsoe messed all the way up. Drew Bledsoe was the number one overall pick and highest paid player in the NFL. I'm gonna check the stats. Go check his ass. Even, even, go even check. after Kurt, when Kurt Warner got hurt, Mark Bulger coming yep. there and went crazy. Mm-hmm. I was loving Mark Bulger for Mark Bulger. Mark Bulger was and, getting it, and and Kurt Warner, you know, got chased out of town, took mm-hmm. another team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Kurt Warner was left for dead. No doubt about that. Mark Bulger was looking. I mean, he wasn't looking as good as Kurt. He wasn't a league MVP, but he was. He was doing like, I think 30 touchdowns. He was, he was doing, he was putting up his numbers. But if I'm, if I'm, if I'm Denver or if I'm Houston or, and we ain't, we ain't talk about, you know, with, with, with the Houston, we ain't get there yet. All right. But, um, if I'm a few teams in the league, I'm calling Dallas like, man. Mm-hmm. And, and hey, no, I, no, Denver. Third round. <laughs> like, especially teams that can win right now. Mm-hmm. I'm calling Denver. I'm I'm with you, bro. I mean, I'm calling Dallas. I'm 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 with you. Jerry right. probably won't do it. You know, it's his son. Yeah, absolutely. But there's 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 some teams that can really can really use you know a guy that good. Absolutely. Um, how good is that? How good is Dallas? I like Dallas, man. When you when you can run the ball that well, when your offensive line is that good, that just opens up everything. And mm-hmm. You got a quarterback out there that's not making, that's that's making good decisions. That's not turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. And and. Which wasn't expected. I know Sean Lee. I love Sean. Sean Lee's in every single play in the world, whether it's in the backfield, whether it's 40 yards down the field. The, the if only, the ball's there, I feel like Sean Lee's just there. The only thing stopping Sean Lee from being the greatest player who ever played football 
is that dude can't play six games to save yeah. his life. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's like, I remember I was telling you the stat that it was like most touchdowns by a defensive player, and he was up like seven yeah. without even playing 13. You know what I mean? There's just some ridiculous amount of like a gap. It was like, he just can't stay healthy. Yeah, one year he had like four or five interceptions, and he had a cast on one of his hands. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's a, <laughs> he's a monster. Just yeah. can't stay healthy. Yeah, but their defense, their defense has been playing really good. Um, the the cornerbacks are finally balling. Um, Morris Claiborne is, you know, coming along. You know, finally, you know, playing up to his draft pick status. Um, yeah, he's he's looking good too. Yeah. I, I on the other side of that, before we move out of that game, I I, I do hope. I don't know. Something just don't look right in Green Bay. And like I said, those receivers, you know, when you watch the game and they show you the stuff, and the stews just aren't open. They just, they just really aren't. And you know, the, the Green Bay just doesn't look like the Green Bay that we know. And the and they need to get. Was actually their backup running back too. I mean, even though it started to work for a minute, the Ty Montgomery guy came in. Mm-hmm. You know, he made a few plays. That was like the only thing he had going really. Yeah, I hope they address. It'd be nice if they use one of their first round picks one of these years and got them a stud receiver. Yeah, I don't know if there's anybody coming out this year that's even worth it for us. I don't know. They I'm need to trade for one of these dudes, like you they said. They got to, because I don't know if guys are just going to go to Wisconsin. <laughs> even though you're playing with a guy. With Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers still. I mean, nobody, nobody's done it yet. That's a good point. That is definitely a good point. Let's get to that next one. Um, in, Indianapolis at Houston. Now, this game, I was – so first half, I'm in there. I'm, I'm just – I was almost about to tweet. Man, Brock Osweiler really robbed the bank. <laughs> he's, <laughs> hey, he's been you, playing absolutely horrible. The names that um this guy started saying, who was that? Um, is it Collinsworth? One of them listed, and the names are like this guy came with a list of names who essentially robbed the bank. Mm. He's like, these are the couple guys who uh, turned one good game into you know for, <laughs> fortune. It was Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn so um. Rob, he said, uh, Rob Johnson for the Bills. Uh, remember, he did it. And he named like three other dudes that were just like, mm, mm, mm. And he's like, he, and then he, so he's like, I mean, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Brock Osweiler. But like, nah, that's what you're saying. Like, it's definitely what you're saying. Cause he definitely, I mean, this was, you know, fine, good game. Yeah. But he's, I still think he's a bank robber. He looked, he looked pretty bad. But then the last, his last few possessions on that, in the fourth quarter, he, he put it together. I mean, Jalen Strong, that was his only catch, the one for 36 yards, hell of a throw. Um, DeAndre Hopkins has been having a great year. He's been really all talking with DeAndre Hopkins, but mm-hmm. he, he, he came up, he came up in a clutch in this game. He, they needed him to make plays and he needed, he made the plays down the stretch in this game. And ironically, the team is four and two. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. I feel like, you know. Because I don't they think they're playing good football. Yeah. Lamar Miller. He's killing. A, a, he's killing, though. He he's he's killing. He's having a good year. Yeah. He's 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 doing the thing. I don't know why the Dolphins let him go. Yeah. And and they never really gave him the rock when he was out there like that. I guess, I mean, they got the rookie and they feel like they got Aaron Foster. They, they just kind of traded running backs. Yeah, I guess so. And I and also Jadavian Clowning has been coming along. Like mm-hmm. He's on. I think he's leading the league in tackles for loss. Um, Good for him. Yeah, I'm. I'm Good for him because a lot of people he he takes a lot of heat. A lot of yeah. people beat him up. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. came in with high expectations. Obviously, we've been hearing about him since his you know since he was in high school. Right. You know, so I mean, definitely, you know, a lot to live up to, and yeah. he's finally coming around into it. He's a freak athlete. I mean, he is. He's he's he he's been playing well, and I meant I meant to say something too with our game about Pierre Paul. Like he. 
he's not he's the closest to getting a sack without getting a sack I've ever seen. I think he's been <laughs> playing he's been playing great, even though he don't have that many sacks, maybe like two sacks. He's he's getting pressure almost every time. He's stopping the run. He's just getting that hand right on the quarterback and just kind of batting down balls. But he hasn't been able to get the sack, and and I think um, Clowney's doing doing much of the same. Yeah, that's good. Good. I'm happy for Clowney. Yeah. What we got next? Um, New York Jets at Arizona. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, man. What is Geno Smith that bad? Like, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick had a had a hell of a year last year. Yeah, and then and then, like and then ended it with like one of the worst games anybody's ever seen, yeah. and then pretty much picked right back up where he left off. Yeah, I wonder how much is him not having Decker. Hurt, that boy right him. there, special. Brandon Marshall. Yo, Brandon Marshall's definitely Brandon Marshall's definitely special. But I know I know him and Ryan Fitzpatrick and um and Decker really had a thing going last mm-hmm. year, and, I, and a lot of that probably helped out Brandon. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, I'm trying to give him an excuse. <laughs> it's not, that's what you do yeah, I'm with you it's not it's not looking it's, it's not, not looking good, good right now. no it's David, not David Johnson's looking amazing yes he is um, Fitzgerald's still balling David Johnson did something I can't, I can't think of I think it's amount of touchdowns that's something something that founds him in some elite company they see that right there man you just diving at people for no reason you know? <laughs> just diving at people's knees go ahead um but we we all know Arizona is a good team. We're just waiting. Yeah, no, nah, no. We're, we're just really waiting on um on Arizona to, you know, play up to their potential. When this is the game that they needed to win, just unfortunate that you know the Jets are one and five because I, I I do like the Jets team. I do like I do like Coach Bowles. Um, just been a rough break, man. That's when your quarterback out there turning the ball over, especially in the end zone. You know, them at least them at least field goals. And he's turned the ball over four or five in the end zone. He is killing his team. Yeah, he's killing them. Like he, I mean, he is full on killing his team. And I don't know why he has the freedom to do, to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I said, is Geno Smith that bad that this dude has no fear? Like, there's no amount of interceptions this guy, you know, he goes out there and just throws five like it's nothing. And they, they only run the ball 14 times. I'm hearing guys talk about Forte and I, and I got Forte on my team. He started, he, he had a first, two first three. few games are pretty good. Yeah. But. You got like 30 something carries in one of them games, right? Yeah. You get nine carries. Um, you gotta, you gotta, gotta give these guys a chance. But what happens is the reason you see these low carries is that these, uh, what coordinates with these low carries is low, um, third down conversion percentages. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that requires you to stay on the field. Yeah. And, and when, and when this guy's throwing interceptions and, and you know, not converting third downs, and then you're not on the field, and then you're not getting carries. He's killing his team. He like he really is killing his team. And Lamont said something that was pretty telling when he was just when he was talking about Hoyer, and he's like, "Yo, players feel like you, you're not giving us a chance to win when this guy, when one guy is really killing us." Like, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is not giving the team a chance to to win. You know, football generally is about more than one player, but not when he's throwing five interceptions in a game and four of them. Are in the end zone, you know, like you just can't do that. Like you said, at bare minimum, you need three points out of those, and you guys are getting none. Yeah, I agree. You know, he's—I don't know. I, it, it's not that, and I'm—I'm I'm sure the Giants fans and the Giants are a stack that they don't—they only—they dodged a bullet and they only got him for one year, and they didn't—they, you know, they didn't budge on giving him uh, a lot of money. The Jets. 
Yeah, the Jets. Dad dodged the bullet by not giving Fitzpatrick his money. Yeah. All right, that was the last game. Let's go ahead and get into these picks for next week. Thursday game is um, Chicago at Green Bay. Let's go Green Bay. Green Bay for me. Show us something, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it can't, it can't go out there lose Chicago. Some, something's not right there, bro. And, and Green Bay, I, I think it's a good combination of just not a – they got a lot on Aaron Rodgers' plate. You know, they, they put a lot on Aaron Rodgers' plate, which, I mean, I, he's, he's as good as players' football. He's as good a player as there, as there is in football, so I can understand why you do that. But get that man some talent, man. They could potentially um, lose this game. Absolutely. Especially when, you know, it seems like Hoyer, you know, has a thing going with this murder kid with Jeffries and, you know, your, your running back guy, if he, if he plays well. I'm telling you, I don't know how much of that Green Bay game you watch. Not impressive. Like, like not impressive I, at all. I, um, I like watching Dallas now. Yeah. Dallas is exciting to me. I'm with you. So I'm, I definitely, and you know my Aaron Rodgers guy, so I definitely watched that game. Yeah. It wasn't not good. impressive. <laughs> it's not impressive. And the second time I've seen, I don't know if it's just coincidence, but you know they honored um, Brett at halftime, yeah. <laughs> and the last time he looked god awful was when they honored Brett at halftime. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it also so, uh, was funny about that is they say Dak Prescott ain't throw his first interception until so Brett Favre, Brett Favre touched him the game. and touched him. Yeah, <laughs> Brett Favre blessed him with that interception, Gene man. But both times that he's been in the building, Aaron Rodgers looks terrible. I mean, I'm sure it's just coincidence. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? But it is. I just thought it was funny. Next game is um, New York against L.A. It's not in L.A., but it's in London. I'll go with the Giants. Yeah, I'll go with the Giants, too. I don't think the Rams are a good football team. I mean, they, they their defensive line is really good. It which, is. Which allows, it is. allows them to it is. You know, drop guys back in coverage. Um, and, and, you know, you get pressure with four guys. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can do some things. Um, New Orleans at Kansas City. Give me Kansas City. Hmm. New Orleans is a completely take, different take team. Home, right? uh, yeah, they're a completely different team outside of that dome. Huh. And Kansas City is a tough place to play. Kansas City is a tough place to play. Huh. I'll take New Orleans on this one. It's just, a tough one. Just, just to be different. I, yeah, I, can I, I think. I City winning this game, but yeah. also, also can see them, them having their problems when, you know, Drew, Drew Blesso get, get to going crazy out there. Drew Brees? Drew Bleed. You, you reading this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got blood on my face over here. Um, the Colts at Tennessee. Uh, I, feel like the, I feel like the Colts got to win this game. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this is going to be my last week going with them, man. Again, we, it sounds like a broken record. It, yeah. It's not a good team. Really not. Tennessee's not a good team either, though. No. I don't know. I really, yeah, I, I'm gonna give him my last try. Who do we, and and who I do really we feel like I should be in Tennessee, Tennessee. Out of this game, who do we trust the most to? to I trust to, that to Tennessee be, running situation. Yeah. That Tennessee running situation. Yeah. And Indy's run defense is like probably worse in the league. Probably. But I don't feel like like last week Tennessee didn't run the ball as much as much as I thought they could have. Like when when okay Jamal not the um Demarco Murray Murray gets 21 carries for 60 some yards. You, know, you I feel like. Henry should give him. We all agree that Henry should give more carries. He get two carries. <laughs> right. then Mariota, Mariota did turn around and run for 60 himself. Mm-hmm. He had a long run, though, if I'm not mistaken, right? I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, I I, 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 I want to pick Tennessee, but Tennessee has burned me this year a few times. And so the Colts, though, I'm sure. 
Yeah, Colts have too. I want to have some. I want to have more faith in your guy that you keep trying to sell me on. I'm gonna go with the Colts. But I could. This is another game I can. I can oh, see yeah. Tennessee winning. Oh yeah. They just lost to Houston. Mm-hmm. Who's four and two though? They they are four and two. That's weird. Right? Yeah, it is because they because they look terrible. They look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Brock looks awful. And that's a playoff team. Uh, they, they were in the playoffs last, last season. Yeah, yeah. But the, the fact is, is that the Colts, the Tennessee, Jacksonville, and Houston, one of them's going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's that's just a fact. One of them is going to be in the playoffs. And it's like, and we we all would just like for it to be the Colts, but they just yeah, they they they're not. I don't. That they, 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 I don't see it. That's, I don't see be a it. Nice I like team for Rome want to go to also. Just go down the street to Houston. Yes, absolutely. The thing is, I I do agree with you that Jerry, that's his son. So yeah, I don't. Th- yeah. So you going with the Colts? Yeah, I'll go with the Colts one last yeah. time. Minnesota at Philly. Minnesota. Minnesota's for real, and Philly's not. Give me Minnesota. Yeah, Sam Bradford back to the. That one's easy for me. Yeah, yeah, Minnesota too. I didn't even factor that in. Yeah, look for Bradford to got something to prove too. I, I didn't wasn't even factoring it in. Yeah, look for Bradford to have a good game. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I'm not sure. I'm. You can put me down. I don't know who Cleveland plays next week, but unless it's a bye, you can put me down for the other team. <laughs> Cincinnati too. Washington at Detroit. Never know what Detroit. Never know. Short, never right? know. Never know. Will you count this as one of the tough games for uh, Washington? No, okay. not this or since the three after these next two. But like, this is a weird game that Washington I'll, I'll take, lose. I'll take Detroit four in a row. Washington and they're on the road going yeah. to Detroit. I'll take Detroit. Yeah, and and they're 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 getting a little overhyped, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I said four yeah. in a row. Yeah, they probably shut the city down. They would win five in a row. This is a game that they should win, but Washington will lose a game they should win. Yep. And win a game that they shouldn't. Yep. Um, give me Detroit too. Oakland at Jacksonville. Oh, Oakland. Yeah. I mean, they let me down last week, but Jacksonville is just not that good. No, they're not. I mean, they, but they can, they, they got some playmakers. No, they do. They absolutely do. Give me Oakland though. Yeah. I won't be surprised if they burn us on though. Buffalo or Miami. Buffalo. Miami not winning two games in a row, buddy. Tough one. I mean, nah, Buffalo's rolling. Buffalo played well with Pittsburgh coming in there. Buffalo's rolling. Buffalo off of like four in a row, too, something. Mm -hmm. So at some point in time, they got to take an L. Not to the Dolphins. Dolphins bad, man. I mean, they they beat up Pittsburgh. I'll give them that, but yeah, I don't I don't see a, a, a Jai. Having that kind of a game again, nope. they're going to force Tannehill to make plays. Yep. Um, I do love the, the I do love the Tannehill and Jarvis Landry thing, but that's not going to be enough. And yeah, give me Buffalo. Bills are playing good football right now. Give me Buffalo. Yeah, they are. They Bills are playing good football. Give me Buffalo. Baltimore at the Jets. Look for Baltimore to get back on track. Um, give me give me the Jets. The Jets have had a pretty tough schedule, man. Yeah, I feel like with this. Their season's over before it started, though. I feel like this is a game they got to win. They're not supposed to win that Arizona game. No, I know. I feel like there's a lot of games they're not supposed to win, and and they're not. And, and, you know, like I said, what you end up with is that one in five, your season's over before it even started. You didn't even get a chance. 
especially when you know uh, Brady sits out for four weeks and they win three of those games. They're going to finish almost seven or eight games behind New England. I'll take Baltimore. I do agree with you, though. The Jets got to get one of these eventually, right? Yeah. But Baltimore, I think, has lost three in a row. Yeah. After starting three in a row. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They got to stop the bleeding. Yeah. I'll take Baltimore. I they're that good. I, I agree with you. I, I don't think either one of those teams are that good. Even when they was three and no, I'm like, what? Yeah, definitely when they was three and no. But it was like Jacksonville, the Browns, and some other sorry team. Yeah. Um, San Diego at Atlanta. ATL. Oh, I'm on, I told you yeah, last. I told you, I, I'm on board. Yeah, I told you this. Yeah. The, the Seattle game gave me more confidence than any of those other games that they yeah. won. Yeah, that, they they fought back. Yeah, and and they they and they really do turn up at home. Yeah, they went at that dumb. Give me give me Atlanta, New England at Pittsburgh. Already no Ben. Yeah, New England. New England. Yeah, that's. I I would really like I would really love to see this game with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, they're 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 a good little rivalry. Yeah. Um, Seattle at Arizona. Seattle, I think Arizona's not the same team as last year. I think they're I think they're 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 um. They're What's their record? Along. Three, and three, three and three. I think they're coming along. I think they was one and three. I think yeah, they were one and three. Um. This is one they have to. If, you know what? This this is a show me game for this Arizona. Is a show me game. If yeah. if if you are who as the, their their coach said, you are who you think. If if you're who you're supposed to be, you win this game. Yeah. If not, you know you give me Seattle. Give me Seattle. It's gonna be a hell of a Sunday night game. Um, give me. I'll take Arizona in this one, but it's one of them games that can go either way. Seattle's good. Mm-hmm. Arizona's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston at Denver. That's the Monday night game. Jesus. Yeah. That's Brock going back to Denver, huh? Yep. I don't even think that's a real storyline because I don't think Houston's too pleased with their purchase. And Houston's four and two, just like Denver. yeah, they are. I don't think that they think that they're getting seventy million dollars out of a uh, uh, Oswala. No. Give me, give me Denver. I think Denver might want to prove something to him. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Denver too. I think they're a better team, and I don't got them losing three in a row. Yeah. So, and the only game I don't know for some reason, oddly enough, it was at the, it was the first game. I don't know why before the Thursday night game, only one is missing was the Tampa versus uh San Fran. I might got to bench DeAndre Hopkins this game. Yeah, I don't know if you got better options, I'm not. I'm not with you. Talib, Talib's Talib's nice, dude. Yeah. yeah. He's 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 nice. Definitely got better options. I mean, I I got I got your boy on my bench. Y'all play Evans. Yeah. Definitely go with Evans over Hopkins. That's what I just said. I was saying the only game that it was right there was the first game. Oh, so okay. Tampa Bay versus uh, 49ers in San Francisco. Uh, that's a bad game. <laughs> and then I'm a Tampa fan. That's a bad game. I will take. We're coming off of a bye. But I wouldn't be surprised if 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 Kaepernick if the Kaepernick thing is going to happen. It's going to be one. Of, this is you know like if it don't happen at home against Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So Kaepernick needs to use this opportunity as a game to, it's, you know. But it's really hard to pick San Fran when they just don't have much. No, I mean, it Winston isn't. has a lot more than Kaepernick. Does. He does. He absolutely does. Uh, Jameis this year has, has not blown me away. I, I see that sophomore slump, which I called for anyway. I, I'm, I, he's got weapons. I, I agree with you. He's got weapons. Yeah. I think Mike Evans is. As good as a receiver is uh, is there out there in the NFL too, um, he's just young. 
Mm-hmm. But um, he's a monster. And, you know, James, James turns the ball over quite a bit. And he has some bad turnovers, too. But I'll take Tampa, like I said, because we're coming off of a bye. Yeah. The 49ers team, just, I just don't think they're good. They're just bad. This is They scored 28 points against the Rams week one. Yeah, I know. It was like 28, like nothing, too, right? 23. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. I guess. Go back down. Was that the third games? Let me let me get Tampa in this too, man. I mean, I just I just don't think he 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 has a, he has enough. I'm rooting for him too. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, like Curly is your number one receiver. Torrey Smith just literally out there just running up and down the field. I, I, that team is not good. Give me Tampa. Give me play. give me San Fran. Give me San Fran. I'm gonna I'm go out on a limb on this one. Home against Tampa. If I mean if it's two bad teams, Cap is is there any any been motivated? Oh, he's money. He's motivated. You know, his first home, his first home, first home game, um, a game that they should win. Even though they won't have enough, um, I gotta believe Chip Kelly's, you know, a decent enough coach to pull it down. <laughs> a decent enough coach. <laughs> That is such a low steady. He's a decent enough coach. Like, I mean, damn. Most people call the phone back in college, bro. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. And he's going to go back there and get whatever job he wants. Yeah, go coach me. Go coach me. Go coach my LSU Tigers. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure they would back up the Brinks truck to have him. Yeah. I mean, it's, we went to Philadelphia. He left Oregon. Gone to Philadelphia. Stunk it up. Go to San Fran. One and done there. And go back and have the choice of whatever college job he wants. And pretty much name whatever price he wants. Yeah. Not a bad life. Yeah. Not a bad life. He'll he'll leave college, go to the NFL, and come back with a better job than he had when he left. After filling two different places. Yeah. Not bad. Not I mean, bad. but it ain't like we, we played against Chip Kelly at LSU. With the honey bag and, 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 and went out there and put hands on him. They were top. When they were ranked top five in the country, so we never really scared of Chip. No, no, no. But that's my point: is that you have a better team, and now he's going to come back and have a better. Let's use a better yeah, program. Better, or like he's going to have a yeah. better job than when he left. Way better player. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like that's it, it's like wow, this guy. So you could say you went to the NFL, failed on two jobs, and came back and had a better job than when you left college football, yeah, like, and more like, money. Like Nick Saban, go oh, Miami don't work out too well for him. Now he's damn near winning national championships every, every year. year, getting best recruits every year, getting paid, yeah. getting paid something serious. Troy's making more than he was on the Dolphins, yeah. and he's king of king of the king of NCAA, mm-hmm. not just Alabama. He's the king of NCAA. Yeah. All right, you have something, a one? Okay. All right. Well, thank you for everybody for listening to this week's show. We appreciate it. Um, if you get in, didn't get a chance to listen to the show, make sure you check it out on iTunes, Google Play, or the TuneIn app. Just type in Players Voice the Barbershop. And you can listen to the entire podcast there. And we look forward to seeing you all back here next week. Everybody enjoy your football Sunday. And be safe out there, people.